Hey, we're back. Oh my God, we're back. We were gone for a month and now we're back. Uh, we missed you guys. We missed our show. We missed horror. Well, we didn't really miss horror. We kept watching horror movies. We're still horror fans, but it's been a long time. Probably our longest break. And, and we didn't announce it again. We just left for a month. Oh, uh, that's how we do it on this show. Um, anyway, got a couple of changes coming uh, that I'll say right up front. We are going to bi-monthly episodes. Um, we will be releasing episodes every week on Wednesday from henceforth. So look for them every other Wednesday starting this Wednesday. Um, things just got... It's just having a family and a job and everything else and uh, just got to be a little bit too much. So episodes will be consistently two to two and a half hours long though. So we're, you're going to have longer episodes, but they're only coming twice a month. Format of the show is still the same. Everything else is the same. Uh, Melissa somehow still hasn't gotten fired yet, but I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working on that. We'll hopefully make it happen soon. Um, and that'll be a great change for getting her fired and off the show. <laughs> of course I'm joking. Um, anyway, this week we discuss the new Conjuring movie, uh, The Conjuring... It's not The Conjuring 3. It's just The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. Um, we discussed that, have a... Uh, <laughs> We weren't fans, so we had a pretty negative conversation about that movie and just how bad these uh, Conjuring movies have gotten, and they need to be over. First one is a masterpiece, and we talk about it. We talk about that movie after we talk about the third one. So it's kind of out of order, but if you know the format of the show, then it makes sense. Um, anyway, we have a conversation about that. Uh, we talk about how wonderful James Wan is and how great that movie is, um, and we discuss a few other movies, too my computer would work here we go uh melissa discusses the amusement park from 1973 although it's not really from 1973 it's actually from 2021 well no it's actually from 1973 as a lost george romero film that uh got restored and now it's streaming on shutter uh and she also talks about the conspiracy 2013 and i discussed a new film on netflix fear street 1994 uh which came out earlier this year actually came out like a couple weeks ago um, and I also talk about 1981's final exam. We are super happy to be back. We're glad to be talking to you guys again. And we hope you enjoy this wonderful episode. Uh, this is Forsaken Cinema, episode 59. <laughs> You're Baja blasting? You maxing, relaxing, and Baja blasting? Wait, are we taking pictures? Yeah. Oh, God, I look like a hobo. <laughs> you look like a hobo? A hobo. Okay. You didn't tell me I didn't, though, so that's rude. <laughs> I didn't tell you you did, though. But I, I'm sensitive, so. <laughs> I was just conf like, how do you look like a hobo? I look like. I mean, you are wearing a. Oh, my mic fell. <laughs> I mean, you are wearing a trash bag, and you've got. Hey, this is trash fashion. You got the, uh, I noticed you had the, the stick with the little bandana, <laughs> bandana bag on the end. Yes. But and other like than that. One of those like beards like painted on my face. Yes. <laughs> Hobo clown fashion. Yes. You have a sad face painted on. My that's, face. That's already sad. So, I mean, other than that stuff, I don't think you look <laughs> like a hobo. Thanks, buddy. Hello, everyone, and welcome <laughs> to our show. This I'm is your a host, show. Chuck. It is. It's In a case show. you guys forgot. <laughs> In case you forgot, we have a podcast called Forsaken Cinema, and I'm your host, Chuck. 
And I'm your horror co-host, Mel. Indeed you are. This is the weekly horror... <laughs> is it <Weekly>. though? <laughs> All right, let's get it out of the way. Address the elephant in the room. We're sorry we were away for so long. Chuck got funky for a while. Things Ch- happened. Chuck, you are funky. Uh, <laughs> yes, you're very funky, Chuck. Um, <laughs> Chunky funky. Uh, I don't know, man. It happens things to just, all of things us. Things just got so... Uh, we do have some changes coming that I'll talk about in a minute. To do a proper proper intro. This is the this is uh this is the bi-weekly horror movie podcast. No, bi-monthly. Bi bi-monthly? Because if it's bi-weekly, that means it's twice a week. No, it's every other week. So bi-monthly. Because there's four weeks in a month. I'm gonna have to check into that. Because I think you're wrong. <laughs> I think I'm right. I think do we have anybody who's smart in this house right now? <laughs> I don't think so. No. <laughs> We're all idiots. <laughs> Both of our spouses are here. They're dumb. <laughs> all of your animals are dumb. We're dumb. Wow. Um, anyway, this is the bi... We'll go with yours because you're probably smarter than me. This is the bi-monthly horror movie podcast in which Melissa and I discuss one recently released film and one classic. And I'm not doing a disclaimer anymore. Yeah, don't. I'm not. Disclaim nothing. I'm not disclaiming. Claim everything. Yeah, we're doing away with the disclaimer because I actually have a lot of facts on these movies now. We're doing some research and maybe you will learn something listening to us. Other than that we're <laughs> both really dumb. You will definitely learn that. Is it bi-monthly or is it bi-weekly? But I read the IMDb now, page I'm for both sure. of these movies. Oh, I did too. <laughs> so but, uh, I'm calling that research. Yeah. So maybe I'm not dumb. I think I'm still I agree. Dumb. Like the cliff, That's research. Cliff notes to the history of the movies. And like, I'm an expert. Mm-hmm. Cool. Anyway, how have you been for the last month? Bruh. Has it been a month? Where have you been all my life? <laughs> I have been at home miserable and just I'm sorry. not doing I'm anything. I'm not going to lie. The time that we've been off, I've been like a weird social butterfly. I've been doing really? things with people and groups. And I went to karaoke with my family. Oh, right, right. How did that go? That was actually more fun than it should have been. Okay. Did you know The Moose, which is where they went? Uh-huh. They have $2 yinglings. You told me about this. $2 yinglings, man. I have seen you. I've seen you Yeah, but I don't once? think we're recorded. No, we haven't recorded in a long time. No, because we like the day after we went to the brewery. Brewery, I think. Was the uh, karaoke? Yeah. Oh, okay. So I don't really think we spent much no, time. No, I guess you didn't. T- I guess you were telling me that you were going to go do it. Yeah. But anyways, so I did that. That was crazy. Like we went for 4th of July at our friend Mike Nick's place. Mike sang Frank Sinatra. He did. And Queen. Yeah. You told me about this. When did we see each other after the brewery? No, I think we saw the I'm the karaoke was the day before the brewery. Oh right. Broski, okay. Listen. I'm sorry. I'm not used to talking to listen people to outside of work anymore. I'm not used to having uh, any conversations outside of we need to get this product out the door right now. It's the I've been talking to anybody. I know. Just and to that's my okay, kids you know. And, yeah. You need some time, privacy. I guess. You know. We're Sucks. we're out of that. We yeah. can talk now. I feel great now, though. I feel like rejuvenated. Man, oh, we'll get to you. All right. You're <laughs> <laughs> still talking. Go ahead. I'm Anyways, sorry. So I was in real social. Did like a Fourth of July thing with our friend Nick, and then what else? I went to a, another brewery. I feel like it's a funny word to say. Brewery. Went to another brewery with like all of our work colleagues, mm. and like it was cool. He's been doing a lot of stuff. That's fun. So I haven't had that much time to watch or read, but I do have some things to talk about just kidding i've been reading a book like i'm like seven books ahead on my schedule oh wow damn yeah Yeah. you're like a reading machine this year then next year when the depression like hits harder i'll be like out that's sad not really funny i don't know why i was laughing at that what am i what am i talking about oh read a couple let's talk about two books that i read okay and like 400 or three movies that i watched maybe that's a lot is that a lot 
Is this going to be a long episode? Why did you say 400 and uh, like 400, I mean, three movies? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What are words? I didn't like think out what I was going to say in my head before we started doing this. Normally I plan everything. Oh, right. <laughs> it's like a script. Yeah, you're really going on. Uh, you're flying by the seat of your pants, right? So, yeah. Yep. You're improvising. By the seat of my shorts. Improv. You're not wearing shorts. It's by the seat of my trash bag. Yep. You're wearing a, uh, looks like a, a barrel. Is that a barrel you're wearing? <laughs> with the, you know, the I got it. They're like strapped <laughs> on. <laughs> Hobo fashion. <laughs> derelict. Wow. This was like. I guess you can derelict my balls. <laughs> Did you watch that too? No, I wish right. I had. I haven't watched Zoolander in a minute. <laughs> Neither have I. Anyway, proceed. Proceed. Okay, so oh, I read. I see what's going on here. I'm glad you got that reference. Proceed. Every time I do that, people are like, oh, oh really? What? Yeah. How could. Why? Every time I hear the word proceed, I think of Adam Sandler. Thank you. <laughs> proceed. It's, especially at work. Anytime somebody says proceed or something, or, or like anywhere in my head, I'm just picturing a penguin and yeah. Adam Sandler. I, I just, people don't normally get that. They don't get my like Freddy Got Fingered like quotes either. So Oh, I've I'll never seen Freddy Got Fingered. <gasps> I know, right? Oh my gosh. Sorry. We're going to dedicate a whole episode to that. It's not horror, it's not but horror. it should be. It'll be a bonus episode, a non-horror bonus episode. Okay. Enough. All right. Let's fuck. <laughs> I want to be God. done before our okay. friend shows up. All right. Go ahead. All right. So I read Spit the book. Oh. Let's go. Okay. I read Come the book. <laughs> I'm sorry that you guys are back for this. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I read the book Exquisite Corpse. Ooh. Exquisite Corpse. Exquisite Corpse. Yes. By Poppy Z. Bright. And that is, is her real name. Is there any necrophilia in this? Dude. Whoa, Wait there. for it. <laughs> okay. So this is written in like serial killer's point of view and it's like a weird serial killer romance. And people like hype this book up so much. Like uh -huh. they're like, oh, this book is dark, depraved. It's gross. First off, there's heavy descriptions of like rape, sodomy, mutilation, torture, oh cannibalism, and murder of like young men. Okay. It was a hard read. It was depraved. Wow. It was grotesque. So this was on the list of the books that disturbed you and I got a lot of books from this list that I'm reading. I'm like, wait, this is just meh. Yeah. Like softcore murder. This book, oh my gosh, it hit the mark. Ooh. It was so gross. Did you enjoy it? No. <laughs> and a lot of people rate this high, like on Goodreads. Yeah. And I was just like, I, I didn't like this, like at all. This uh, made me uncomfortable. It is well written, I will say, but it's so tough. It's tough to digest. And okay. people love it because oh. I guess for the pure shock value, but honestly i don't understand someone going oh yeah that book with explicit details which in includes some necrophilia oh. and even hints of incest is my favorite book like who could do that yeah. like seriously it's not a bad book because poppy she knows how to write but i just can't imagine her inspiration being anything outside of like jeffrey dahmer there's even like a scene where the cops give back the asian male victim to the murderer oh yeah, which is like pretty much what happened. So wait, really? Yeah, you didn't know, know that. Uh -uh. His like one of his uh, Jeffrey Dahmer's victims escaped after he already was like got the drill to the head, so he was like out of it. And uh -oh. Jeffrey Dahmer like came, came and up, got him. came up because the police were there because like these two ladies like brought him to the police. They're so, like, oh, something's wrong with this guy, and he's like, oh no, this is like my friend. He's just drunk, and, just and they just gave him back. Oh, I did hear. That. I knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard that story. So I guess she used that as inspiration. Like one hundred percent. If you like. These disgusting things, which no one should. 
maybe read the book but i'm saying skip it so was there like it's dark I'm, it's depraved I'm, it's gross i'm thinking like like of movies i've watched like that where there's there's at least i mean sometimes it's just I, i'm talking about movies i haven't ever, yeah. i haven't ever read a book like that i can imagine i can imagine them turning this into one of those movies though because there's plenty of movies yeah, there's that a, there's, this like made me think of there's these extreme movies where like the you know there, there's terrible gore and just like depraved yeah. shit in it uh, like one of the first movie that came to my mind when you started talking about all this shit was um father's day okay and father's day is depraved and disgusting and and really really gross but it has like a redeeming quality because it's not because it's hilarious Mm -mm. but in book form it doesn't work and it's imaginative and it's yeah but is there anything like that at all in this is there any or is it just straight up there's like one fly fly flying around my head it, it's that's it's, all it is yeah there's no redeeming factors to this book and then there's like story? also like a weird there's like a weird romance between two serial killers okay so well, that's something and the it's really not though it's just because the way you're describing it is making me it makes me think that the, the, the author's just describing horrible things it, she kind of is with no story and poppy z bright is um a trans woman so i'm gonna say it's fine to write about like the like lgbtq but the Everyone in the book is gay and it kind of feels like, like, I don't know if she has, she probably doesn't have like a self hatred thing, but it seems like she's just wrote this book to like mutilate gay people. It's like weird. That's weird. Like, I don't know. I did not like it. I don't understand the people who do like it. That's crazy. You don't often come across stuff like that. Yeah. Usually it has some some purpose. And I shouldn't like known it's going to be awful or gross or whatever because it was on a list with like 120 Days of Sodom. I don't know if you heard that movie. Yes, I've heard. But that was a book too, so I should have known like it's it is just going to be depraved, messed up, yeah, fucked up. I stay away from that movie. I'm not interested. Yeah. So 100. percent One of these days I'll probably get to it though. I don't know. I don't. Because I'm like, I don't know. It's always been on like my curiosity list, but like never like given into because I just heard awful, terrible. Well, the thing that draws me to it um, is that everyone, take like a Serbian film. A Serbian film is, is, yeah, you've seen it. I see. It's a shitty movie, right? It's garbage. Yeah. On top of it, yeah. Just shock value, honestly. And so that was the other reason like I didn't want to watch it. One, there's the scene in it that I like, that's disgusting. disgusting. And I've heard a lot of people say it's stupid too and not realistic. Um, but the thing that draws me to Sodom or uh, 120 Days of, or Salo or whatever the fuck that's yeah, called. Yeah, that's what they also call Salo, it. Salo, yeah. 120 Days of Sodom. The only thing that attracts me to that movie and makes me curious is that everyone, everyone is the opposite as the, uh, of, of like Serbian people. They're like, this is an actually, there, there's some disturbing, horrendous shit in it, yeah. but it's actually a really good movie with a really like poignant okay. plot. And like it's, yeah, it's Serbian a, film definitely doesn't have that. A lot, I've heard people describe salo as being like a beautiful movie oh really it's like, yeah it's it's a rough watch but it you know it's like martyrs yeah, martyrs yeah. is hard to watch but you stick out you stick it out to the end and it just turns into this like kind of masterpiece where you're mm-hmm. like it's so interesting at the end and so kind of tongue-in-cheek and and almost funny no i agree that I, that makes sense yeah so but this doesn't sound like that this book <laughs> yeah it definitely is not and i would say please stay away from it if those things make you horny oh no no then please (laughs) read it have at it weirdo Um, so the second book better in a book than in real life (laughs) that's true though but where's your inspiration from i'm concerned (laughs) so the second book i read i actually like loved it was my favorite book of the year so far until the book i read after it because the book after it was neil gaiman so like duh but this one is called bunny by mona awad awad 
award. So Samantha is an outsider in her small, highly selective MFA program at Warren University. I guess it's like a writing thing, whatever. In fact, she is utterly repelled by the rest of her fiction writing cohorts, a clique of unbearably twee, twee, rich girls who call each other bunny. Wait, twee? I don't know. I guess they're like, you know, okay. They call each other bunny, but then the bunnies issue her with an invitation and Samantha finds herself inexplicably, inexplicably, words are still hard for me, guys. (laughs) Nothing (laughs) has changed. (laughs) Drawn to their front door, across the threshold, and down their rabbit hole, blending sharp satire with fairy tale horror. So I love this book. That sounds awesome, actually. Like, it's very Mean Girls meets the Heathers, meet the craft. Like, uh, it's just extra kookiness. Like, you're left thinking like what the fuck did i read because there's some twists the writing style makes you like purposely feel a bit claustrophobic it's like a wild ride there's i'm not gonna spoil it because i think everyone who loves those kind of things should read this book um you feel like the narrator is less and less reliable as the story goes along so you're also questioning Uh, everything love it it's an absolute great book 100 percent bunny by mona awad i think it won some awards too wait didn't we didn't we learn the name for things like that when we talked about Jacob's Ladder, you looked up the name. Uh, but I don't remember what Something it's called. Something Reality. Oh, yeah. Um, the blah, 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 blah. What is that called? I, I remember. Rubber Room. No. <laughs> R- rubber, reali- rubber Reality. I think it may be. Yeah. I said Rubber Room. Rubber, rubber Room rubber Fuckery. Room. <laughs> what? Rubber Room Fuckery? I don't know. Okay. Anyways, I 100% recommend this book. It was great. And I'll talk about some stuff that I watched and then I'll let you talk because I guess you're part of the show too. Yay. It is called Rubber Reality. Rubber Reality genre films. Oh, they're saying Groundhog Day was a Rubber Reality. Time Paradoxes, Triangle. Okay. Triangle is a good fucking movie. Anyway, go ahead. (laughs) All right. So I watched 1955's Cult of the Cobra. Ooh. So while stationed in Asia, six American GIs witnessed the secret ritual of Lamians. Lamians? Lamians, worshippers of women who I could change said, into serpents. I thought you said salamians. <laughs> I was like, ooh, they sound, that's me. They sound tasty. <laughs> when discovered by the cult, the high. Wait, why did you say that's me? Because I like salami. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, me. Me? No, me. Yeah, you like salami. Uh huh. Okay. I'm Italian. All right, I got you. Go ahead. <laughs> when discovered by the cult, the high salamian, just kidding, salamian <laughs> priest vows that the cobra goddess will avenge herself. Oh, my. Look Once at this. Once back movie. in the United <laughs> States, did you look it up? Yeah. A mysterious know. woman enters into their lives and accidents begin to happen. Not the shadow accidents. of a cobra is seen just before Not each accidents. death. Sorry. <laughs> so this is definitely as B-rated as B-rated as oh B-rated my God. goes it, it for looks, 50s it looks horror. Glorious. It's not a lot to work with. Definitely not. The acting is good, but they used a plastic snake for all the snake scenes. <laughs> Great. Yeah. So I would definitely recommend you watch the Swinguli riff track version because it adds the humor and you get the background like about yeah. the actors because. Ooh, it was goofy. It's hard to get through. I like the No, actually, I thought it was like an easy watch. It definitely keeps you entertained, and the pacing is great. But it's just the fake snake is like makes you laugh like every time like you see the shadow because they put it up against a wall with like a light or something uh-huh. but then even when it's like attacking somebody it's like you could tell it like if someone's bad. like on a string somewhere yeah. so i loved it though if you love old movies and just for the hell of it want to see something funny okay cult of the cobra all right next you didn't have a lot to say about that at all <laughs> was it short a lot of those older movies are really short it's like a a little bit, um, less than an hour and a half, I think. So, okay. from what I recall, as I recall, and then I watched 
The Amusement Park. Did you get around to uh, that? Oh, no, I haven't watched that yet. I keep forgetting it's on there. All right, so... So this is Romero's lost film. Yeah, it now. was from shot in 1973, but never released because the investors found it too gruesome. Uh-huh. So a print was tracked down in 2018 by Daniel Cross, and uh, he restored it, like 4K re- restoration, and the horror streaming service Shudder. Yep. Gotta get Shudder, guys. got it, and they acquired it, and it's been premiered. And so it's about an elderly gentleman goes for what he assumes will be an ordinary, ordinary day at the amusement park, only to find himself in the middle of a hellish nightmare instead. Holy shit. So this was made as like a PSA. A Lutheran society hired yes, Romero yes, to create yes. a movie about elder abuse. I read this. And this was the result. And obviously, they were so shocked and horrified by what they saw, they never showed it to anyone. Wow. Is it really that shocking? I think it is. I was like, it's depressing. It's bizarre. It makes you uncomfortable the entire time from the beginning to the end. It visually gets more and more distressing as you go. Really? I was like, oh, like crying almost by the end. Oh like not God. only it was like, so like probably the scariest thing he's ever done. Cause just the subject and the imagery, but like, it was so upsetting to me. Amusement park. Why yeah. was, what did it have to do with elderly abuse? Well, he's like, elder abuse he like goes there and then like he's i don't know they're like taking advantage of him and like yeah i don't okay okay. i don't want to give it away because there's so many images say no more and like dude i gotta watch this now please watch it it's short though it's not that long i think it's like 50 52 minutes no no no, no, it's it's not even an hour and i think everyone should watch it i know some people thought it was like a little boring but i thought it was messed up and definitely intriguing and spot on i don't know about it made me actually feel bad like am i being nice to my grandpa <laughs> enough. <laughs> so it's like okay. that. And I definitely recommend it. Oh, now I'm really excited to watch it. And then one last thing. Well, I wasn't going to talk about this super deep if you're going to watch it. Yeah, let's talk about it later. Okay. Let's I did watch 2013's The Conspiracy. So it's a documentary about conspiracy theories. It takes a horrific turn after the filmmakers uncover an ancient and dangerous secret society. So found footage film, documentary style. Oh, wait. So... This, it's fiction, though. Yes. It's not an actual they, documentary. No, it's it's fiction, but they okay. make it look like... Right, right, right. Yeah. So I wanted to watch something like kind of out of the norm. Like I was like, mm, I'm not crazy about found footage, but it has really good reviews. Um, I think it makes Blair Witch look like a Christmas story, I guess. Well, Blair Witch sucks anyway, so... So like, it's an hour and a half <laughs> long, so not bad, but so it's, it's like exactly what the title suggests. Um, conspiracies from 9-11 to the New World Order to occult rituals between world leaders. The conspiracy wraps it all up into one incredulous story that is documented as realistically as possible. Incredulous. Incre- is that it? Mm-hmm, that's yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Close enough. You're good. So real footage is mixed in with like false claims, uh-huh. blurring the lines of reality. And one of the lingering themes in the movie is the fact that it's easy to dismiss conspiracy theories, um, but it's impossible to disprove them. That's true. It's a fantastic concept for a horror movie and it's executed as bare bones as possible. Like we're on a journey with these reporters and you better be ready for one hell of a ride. Blah, 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 blah. Did you write that? No, I stole this. <laughs> okay, I was going to say. <laughs> it's very well, right? This doesn't sound like you <laughs> at all. <laughs> I'm like, um, it's good. I stole okay. this now. You're like, so I thanks, like movie. Thanks, Invicta, for your review. Uh, that's their name. First half of the movie is setting the groundwork and has you skeptical. Like, I'm not going to spoil anything because the less you know, the better. Okay. I will say the third act is crazy. It's like a roller coaster. It, that's like when you really get into the secret society. Okay. Whew. Um, But the... What? I don't know what this says. I wrote this, but I don't know what I wrote. <laughs> you wrote it like a month ago. Yeah. 
<laughs> I called Whatever. it. I said this is going to happen before we start. It's good. It's the, an exercise in the underground, the occult, the what ifs. Some interviewees are masked in um, anonymity. Anonymity. Oh, wait. I can't even say that word. Anonymity. Anonymity. What word? Anonymity. 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 Sorry. M&M's. Okay. So they have like blank faces, robotic voices. So it just makes it extra creepy. So I thought it was pretty good. You said blank faces, right? Yeah. Okay, good. It like blurs the lines between reality and fiction. It's like, what did you say? To the point of probability. And there's nothing scarier in horror than not knowing what is true and what isn't. It's true. So I really like this one. Um, reality. The Conspiracy, 2013. It's, I think it's available on Shutter too. Oh, that sounds. But awesome. I don't know if you'll like it because I feel like you're going to be bored in the first half. Okay. Jeez, you th- think my attention span is that short? Yes. Anyway, are you done? Yes, actually, <laughs> I am done. Now, please tell me about yourself. Um. Well, I'm 5'11". That's I have it. Blue eyes, blonde you do? hair. Okay. Um, um yeah i'm shocked to see you have not received a haircut 20 or 30 pounds overweight um do you like long walks on the beach i don't hate them i don't like doing anything (laughs) especially these days (laughs) (laughs) oh no just kidding um uh my time off uh like we talked about a little bit before we started i've been watching a lot of stuff i've been going back and watching a lot of I, i don't have a lot to talk about because i've been going back and watching like either movies we've already done or we're gonna mm-hmm. do i've been just kind of like comfort watching like a lot of of my favorite movies i watched from beyond the other day Very i watched nice. um like i was saying i watched death gasm the other day uh and some others i think i watched the maniac i watched all of the maniac cop movies oh, okay um those are fun yeah but they're just like you know these big movies that everyone's seen i'm not gonna talk about them too much but i did watch something new Ooh. that i thoroughly enjoyed and i think a lot of people are kind of talking about this right now it's brand new came out on netflix Fear Street. Oh, I didn't watch it yet. Oh, my God. Okay, so the first one um, is from 1994. Mm -hmm. And the whole premise of these these movies is that they're doing... um, They're doing... So the first one set in 1994 and kind of kicks it off. And it's the the history of this town called Shadyville. Yeah. Oh, no. There's there's Sunnyvale and Shadyville, Mm -hmm. I think. I think those are the names. But there's two rival towns that are next to each other. Um, and Somervale is like, I hope I'm saying it right, Somervale. Somervale is like this gorgeous town. It's like freaking Morristown, like where yeah. we live. It's like the best place to live in America. And right next to it is Shadyville, which is this just awful rundown town. Um, Would that you compare it to a town in New Jersey or are you scared to say it? No, I wouldn't compare it to that <laughs> town. It's different. It's more like, um, it's, have you ever been to Wrightstown? It's more like okay, I've heard of so it, like Burlington. But I prefer Wrongstown. You know, Burlington's just like crumbling and falling apart. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. basically like that. Seriously, I mean, no, I know their mall is abandoned. Like, have you ever been there? By the way, not since the Burlington Center. I used to go there all the time. I want, I, I want to, I want to go there and like break in. I thought they like knocked it down. Oh no, it's still there. Oh. we went up and drove around the parking lot not too long ago. It's, it's weird. It's very eerie. Yeah. Um, because that whole area, I grew up like near there on, on McGuire. Yeah. And we would go there all the time. It was bustling. It was yeah, like, no, it, I grew up in Mahali, so we were there a yeah, lot too. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, and now it's just barren. I remember just, even when it was like stores like were slowly like. Yeah, I remember watching it too. And yeah, you're watching it just die over the oh, years. Oh man, they had that great like one store in there with like the hippie stuff. I remember that. Um, the um, band um, t-shirts um, and dude, stuff. Dude, 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 dude. I forget what it's called. 
It's where I bought my wallet. Oh my god, that makes so much sense. <laughs> if you guys didn't it's know, called, he has flames on his wallet. It's called the Zone. The Zone. Yeah, the yeah. place is fucking awesome. I still have the wallet. And I think and there I once was a it. chain attached. There to was. It. I got this in eighth grade, oh, and I've god, had it ever yeah. since. The Zone. That was my favorite store in the whole place. Oh, I loved it. I had a, I had a couple like spiked bracelets yes, that I bought there, and too. like some like chains and shit. When I was all punk rock. And they, was, sold the, they sold pipes or bowls or whatever for tobacco use Yeah, for use tobacco only. use only. Wink, wink. Even though they, the store just reeked of weed. Oh my God. It was like, and the incense smell was so strong. Yeah. And there was like those beads that went to yeah. the back and there was yeah. like a back room. And you, I, As a kid, I was always like, I wonder what's going on back there. <laughs> Mind your business. People doing coke and shooting heroin and shit back there. Um. Anyway, so it's, it's anyway, <laughs> Sound Shadyville is more like that where it's like, it's plagued with murders. Like there's yeah. constantly murders in this place. People that are normal that just seem to go turn into psychos and then go on a killing spree. Um, and you find out in the movie that it's because, and you find out this early on, and there's mm-hmm. this whole legend that Shadyville is cursed by this witch. Um, and they have like a nursery rhyme and stuff. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Um, so it's like kind of like a, a, a pretty unique supernatural slasher. Mm-hmm. So the first movie, you discover the history of the town and like, you know, you, you figure out that um, there's all these things that happen. There's all these stories of people getting possessed and murdering. Like there's a there's a Jason Voorhees type character that goes yeah. on a murdering spree and kills everybody at this camp. Nice. Um, there's like this woman that kills men and she's like a, Ooh, good for she's her. Like a performer or something. Good for her. Um, and she always sings this song whenever she kills yeah. people. And there's just a lot of characters like that. There's this boy that at the mall that wears a skull mask to scare people, and he goes on oh, a Oh, the Fear Street mask. Gotcha, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. I know That's exactly in the beginning. Yeah. Um, and I won't spoil anything. I'll stop there with the premise. Um, but the movies, the next movie is going to be like the history because you find out at the end of the first movie that they have to go, and I'm, I'm, not, I'm trying really hard not to spoil anything, that they have to go back through the history of the town to figure out what to do. So the next two movies, they're all linked, all three movies, and it's all about the history of these towns and these murders and these people that go psycho because they're trying to stop the witch. Yeah. So very cool premise, right? It just, yeah. It's, it's pretty, yeah, everyone's been talking about it's it. It's pretty I just unique. I haven't gotten around to it yet. Uh, it's pretty unique, um, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I was so shocked that I liked it. I didn't read any reviews or anything. It was just, it's a Netflix original horror movie. So I was like, oh, this is going to suck. Yeah. But, you know, I'm trying to get back into the groove with the podcast and it's new. So I'll <laughs> sit down and watch this. Oh, I got to say it like that. This pile of shit. Um, because I, also, because I usually we, we have just to watch a get lot of really disappointed with Netflix horror related oh, yeah. anything. It's usually terrible. theirs is the worst. It's so. bad. Well, I, Hulu's the worst, but still. Uh, I, I don't I, even know why I still pay even, for Hulu. I haven't even really watched any of the Hulu original things. I did. There were poops. There were poops. Poops. Poops on the poops. Poops on the poops. There's like one good one. That's it. <laughs> um, so yes, I was very pleasantly surprised with how much I liked this. And I don't even think I was biased either. I think it was. Mm-hmm. I think I genuinely enjoyed it, and like it was a really good, uh, like I said, supernatural slasher. Um, I liked all of the witch lore in it. It was very cool. The mm-hmm. backstory with this witch and what she did and what happened. And I absolutely love small town covers up horrible secret movies. Yes. Um, the, some, some of my favorites are We Are Still Here. Have you ever seen that? Mm. With Babs Crampton yeah. and Larry yeah. Fessenden. The Fog. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can even say like Nightmare on Elm Street was kind of like, you know, the small yeah. town covered up the killing of. And I, I love that stuff. It's, it, it always gets me. Um, the characters are great. Everyone in this movie is very likable. 
um, especially the main character. Um, she's struggling. Her she, part of the plot is like her her girlfriend. They're in high school, yeah, and they were like super. Oh, my phone's going off. Hold on. Uh oh. How like They were like super in love with each other, and then ew, love is gross. The one girl, the one girl ends up moving to Sunnyvale. Oh, and no. so the, the main character chick, she's like, you betrayed me. And, and she's dating some other guy. And she just wanted to get out of Shadyville because it's so horrible. Right. There. It's not. What? So there was this whole subplot with the two. And it was interesting and it was cool and um, very well written, I thought. Uh, like I said, I love the characters. And these teenage actors, uh, they, they do a great job. Yeah. Everyone in the film, is it's great acting. Um, it's very well produced. I do have one problem with the production. I'll talk about it in a minute. Uh-oh. Um, and it's something that we talk about a lot and I, I hate it when movies do that um yeah everyone's very did like, you watch like the second one yet i started the second one then net i started watching it last night and netflix was just like on the fritz it just kept loading and turning yeah. off <coughs> not sure what was going on with it um there's some kind of silly shit that happens at the end some goofy shit mm-hmm. some some weird rules are made up that I was kind of like, eh, okay. I just went along with it. It right. didn't. It didn't ruin the movie. It has to do with drugs and somebody dying. So when you watch it, you'll know, like, oh, yeah, this is kind of dumb. But whatever, it's fine. Um, yeah. So we're gonna talk about era movies later because we're doing both Conjuring movies, and you know, the first one takes place in the seventies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, the yeah. other one, yeah, what is the other one? Nineteen eighty-one. Uh, the Conjuring made the the devil maybe do it. The devil made me spew it. <laughs> so we're going to be talking about uh, like era movies. I have a problem calling anything in the last 50 years a period piece. Yeah, I just like the word period piece, but I agree. I feel it's like that you think of like... Period piece is like 1776 or, or like... like Gone with the Wind or Yeah, some it's like bullshit. the year is 1840. Like that's a period piece. Something from 1980 is not a period that's, piece. That's fair. An era piece. So uh, there's a thing with these movies... Um, where a lot of times if you don't if you don't fully like if you don't fully pay attention to detail and really like try to knock it out of the park mm-hmm. with your set pieces and your your wardrobe and your feels and stuff it it becomes like an afterthought yeah um, kind of like that really the gin to, or whatever mike was pointing out like yeah, all exactly. the modern stuff even yeah. though i said it was in the 80s like you something. really if you're gonna go and do an era movie or period piece you better knock it out of the park yeah. otherwise it looks silly and the only one of the biggest qualms i had with this movie was that it did an okay job of being in the 90s okay. setting with like some of the technology and you know um you know some of the wardrobes, but even the wardrobes, like it, nothing feels convincingly 1994. Yeah. If if it wasn't called 1994, I would have had no idea what year it was. Other yeah. than I would have no, I would have noticed that they didn't have cell phones, and they were using cord phones, and I'd be like, this could be 80s, 90s. Right. I don't know when this is. This could be early 2000s for all I know. That's true. So, so that was one of my complaints was that they sh- they could have done a bit better job with the 90s nostalgia mm-hmm. the kind of especially as we grew up in the 90s we know what the 90s look like yeah so. yeah so many yeah exactly and i know like i remember how it felt a great 90s set movie that that really feels like the 90s i talked about it a while ago at um i think in january like new year's there's a movie called um Ren-A-Pal. yeah yeah you told us if about you want to yeah. know like aesthetically what the 90s felt like 
I haven't really seen very many movies that do a better job yeah. than that, other than movies set like filmed in the nineties. Um, but yeah, that was kind of I hate that. I really hate it. It really irks me. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you're playing a song by the Pixies, so nineties. Like, what about all the other stuff? Right. Like, it's like movies. Oh, I just watched Captain Marvel the other day, and that was set in the nineties. Mm. It's like all they did. Mm. They threw in a blockbuster. Yeah. Nobody has cell phones, and they play '90s era music. Mm-hmm. That's all they do, and that's kind of all this movie did. And I don't know, it bums me out. They could have done a much better job, but doesn't break the movie. Doesn't make it any less entertaining. It's just me nitpicking. Yep. Still highly recommend it. So the the only other thing that I hated, which I touched on, was uh, the the production of it. Is it's really fucking dark. Oh yeah, the like literally whole, dark. Literally dark. Yeah, no, not not dark. Like it is dark. No, but it's, like hard to see. It's a slasher, but it is hard to see. That's there what are, I mean. Yeah. There are scenes in it where things are happening that you're, you're supposed to sure. be able to see, and I'm like, what the fuck? I literally said out loud. I was like, what the fuck is happening? I can't see a goddamn thing. This is like Alien versus Predator all over <sighs> again. I still love that movie though. Um, I know who but are yeah, the meat lovers. It's irritating. Wait, what? <laughs> that was what he said in Alien versus Predator. He was delivering that pizza, and he said, "I know who ordered the meat lovers." I don't remember. That's this. like a weird quote I always use. I have never heard you quote that before. Mm, that's fine. What part is that? That's like when the like dorky guy, the main guy in Alien vs Predator, he like delivers a pizza to like the bully's house. That's not Alien vs Predator. Yes, it is. It could be the second. No, it's, it's the, the definitely sec- that it's one. It's the second one. I don't remember ever seeing the second one. The whole, the entire first one takes place in like Antarctica. Well, then maybe it is the, uh, second, the second one. one. They're like underground. Yeah, my bad. Ice and shit. It's I'm one like, of them. Where? How is there a, poli- a pizza delivery guy there? No, they're at like the North Pole or some shit. I'm pretty sure it's the second one because the second one we get um, the like super predator, the alien, the actual alien predator at the end. Maybe. I don't know. Then there's Alien versus Predator, like Requiem or something. Oh. I just know it was really hard to see. Yes. And there was a thing with the pizza. I think you're thinking of the second one. Sure. Okay. (laughs) Anyway. But yeah, this movie's really dark. Um, But all in all, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun. uh, And I thought it was a cool movie. And I highly recommend it. Um, And I'm looking forward to the next two. I hope they're just as good. Um, Max, whoever played Max. Um, Sadie Sink. Sadie Sink. Yeah. She is in the second one. I think she's going to be the main character in the second one. Cool. But she's a great actress, so it's fine. Last movie I saw her in that I really hated. She was in that movie Eli. Remember? I talked about it on uh, a previous yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. I hated that movie so much. Anyway, the other movie I watched, and then we can get on to the Conjuring films, um, was Final Exam, 1981. Oh, I, that's always been on my list. I, I always know. go by it. I'm like, yeah, I'll watch that. I, yeah, every, every time I'm on Tubi, I always scroll by it. And I'm like, yeah. eh, that's probably fun. Uh, in a small college in North Carolina, only a select few students are left to take midterms. But when a killer strikes, it could be everyone's final exam. <laughs> Some may pass the test. God help the rest. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> that is such an awesome tagline. Um, so this movie, if you are absolutely gaga over 80s slashers, then one, you've probably seen this. It's not some super obscure movie. And two, you probably just thought it was okay. Cause yeah. I can, I, the only people I can see liking this movie are the ones that the fanboys that are like, or fangirls that are like, uh, you know, every single 80s slashers has like value somewhere. You know what I mean? Those people yeah. that are just like, they're the best movies, which is fine. 
Um, there were things in it that I thought were okay. Um, but I wasn't really impressed with this movie whatsoever. It has some fun moments. Uh, there's mm-hmm. one scene in particular that I'll talk about towards the end. Um, but there's not, there's not very many memorable things that happen in this movie whatsoever. Um, there's, and there's nothing to like hang your hat on. There's nothing gotcha. over, overly goofy about it. Like a lot of other great 80s slashers, you know, where it's like, this is so goofy what's happening that I fucking love it. <laughs> like, yeah. in, like, I'm just thinking of like other, like, or, like, like in Mutilator. Do you remember the Mutilator? And the whole, be- the whole beginning well, is Well, it has them. like a whole different name too. Um, what um, um I was uh, just looking um, at it. Uh, f- fall Break? Yeah, Fall Break. A- autumn Break? Yeah, I watched that for the first time when I was getting a tattoo once. So oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Alex was like, I'm just going to put this on. I was like, yes. But you remember the whole oh, yeah. beginning sequence it's with that, so goofy. that goofy ass music and they're running yeah. and the guy's like peeing on the side of the yeah, road and they like leave without him. It's like, like guys. <laughs> and there's that whole ridiculously long scene where they're swimming in yeah. the pool and like i think that's the same movie right it is it okay. is and the killer like takes their clothes or something but that, was, like, that was the first movie that came to mind just now when i was thinking like goofy like oh it, yeah like, that's, that's a perfect that slasher movie endearing to me and it's funny mm-hmm. it was nothing like that in this movie no goofy parts no there was one scene like i said but even that scene was only memorable because it was like what the fuck is going yeah. on it wasn't yeah and you know, there's there's lots of other movies that have shit in it like that, like like um, Slaughter High has mm-hmm. some goofy Great, ass funny shit in stuff, it, yeah. And like uh, you know, all the actors are too old for their roles. Oh yeah. And like st- stuff like that, where you can like hang your hat on. It's like okay, this movie is really bad, and I love it because it has this, this, and this. This movie is just kind of bad and boring. Aww, it's not bad. For shame. It's not bad enough or poorly acted enough. Yeah. To like fit into any of those categories, it's just like there. This movie just exists. And I was pretty disappointed. Um, the characters <laughs> are so painfully stereotypical, yeah. cliche '80s college kids in a slasher movie. There's the jocks, of course. There's there's the the main jock. There's the bully. There's the nerdy guy. There's the pretty promiscuous girl. There's the comely, nice, studious final girl. Mm-hmm, of course. The boys will be boys. Football coach. <laughs> the sheriff that don't take no shit. Um, and they're all just by the books yeah. like characters like you've seen them in every 80s movie not even 80s slashers you've just seen these characters mm-hmm. over and over and over again from 80s movies and none of them are likable none of them are memorable mm-hmm. just they're all yep boring oh <laughs> and the best part about this movie which really just sends home the just run of the mill by the book slasher didn't felt like there was no effort put into it at all and one of the main reasons for that is the killer isn't explained he has no backstory he just shows up that's annoying and goes on a killing spree Mm -hmm. and he's just a dude yeah he's a dude wearing an olive green shirt he's got normal looking hair olive green's a good color (laughs) there's not there's not a piece of his wardrobe that's memorable he's just a dude yeah he's just kind of a he's not even a big dude no mask no no mask no nothing he's just a guy what's the point Right. It was like, it could have been me. Like, it could have been me showing up and me, me being the killer. And like, ah. Who are you? How'd you get here? <laughs> Actually. Um, <laughs> it was so bizarre. I'm like, that's the killer? Really? It's just a guy. Yeah. <laughs> so, that sounds disappointing. Um, yeah. And it sucks because it starts out, like, it really gets you in the beginning. Like, mm-hmm. oh, this movie's going to be great. Because it starts out with a couple making out, again, super cliche, stereotypical 
making out at like some make out point in, in this in this convertible boner city got yeah. it um and again, again like i said it's, it's painfully just cliche like 80s shit uh, and they get murdered and it's it's good it's fun you know yes. and you think like awesome it's like this is how this movie starts and hopefully we get a lot of kills and hopefully it'd be good. And I'm like jazzed up and Amanda's watching. It's like, no, this might actually be right. good. Jazzed up, yeah. The next kill doesn't happen until 55 minutes into the movie. How long is the movie? <laughs> it's like an hour and a half. Oh my gosh. 50, I, I paused it. I was like, first kill, 55 fucking minutes. You mean after the couple? Yeah. Okay. Because you get the couple in the very beginning opening oh, scene. And then nothing. And then, then nothing for 55 Holy minutes. Holy shit. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, it's funny because the director, Jimmy Husson directed this. He didn't really direct too much else. Um, apparently did this intentionally because he wanted to avoid, listen to this. Uh, oh God. He wanted to avoid making a cliche slasher movie filled with kills and gore and blood, but instead one that focused on the characters, which is so fucking funny because all, he couldn't have made more cliche characters and he, that you don't care about. He couldn't have possibly made a more forgettable, stereotypical, cliche, bottom-of-the-bin slasher movie than like he did. Like, those kills would have helped him. It's like he did this intentionally, though. And he just... That's, that's what a, he said? Just, you, dude, that, that is the, mo- the worst thing that you Does possibly... Does he have a, an address? I'd like to send him some <laughs> hate mail. No, I <laughs> watch the movie first. I'm going to send him some poop. Um... And that's just so funny to me when I read that. I was like, what? <laughs> he thought he was making... That's like a, crazy. Dude, I don't know. And like I said, this is it's like it's like someone who isn't a fan of eighties slasher movie slasher movies made an eighties slasher. It's like it's like he didn't like them. It's like he sought to make a slasher movie that wasn't a slasher movie. Yeah, it's that's, that's weird. weird. Yeah, it's just bizarre. Choices, his, man. His approach to this movie is bizarre. It's like, yeah, of course you made a terrible, forgettable well, movie. Well, I'm definitely skipping this one, thank you. Um Yeah, it's like I wrote it's like if you fed a bot like AI, like every 80s slasher movie there was and said, okay, write your own based on every single movie. Mm-hmm. This would be the movie that was made. But I feel like even the bot would have made a better movie though. Maybe. Because at least there'd be the but killing mean, would be more spread out. I just mean <laughs> that it's so yeah. in the middle. It's center. It's perfect center of like everything you need for a slasher movie, but without any element that, that elevates it to anything else other than just being a by the numbers it's a paint by numbers slasher movie and that's all i got yeah oh i did want to talk about the one scene though okay there is a bizarre scene in this movie and uh, if you read reviews everyone talks about it in the reviews because it's so bizarre so the movie's plodding along developing characters or whatever (laughs) whatever the fuck it thinks it's doing (laughs) um and all of a sudden uh, one of the jocks is kind of walking out and it's a it's a college campus so there's you know uh, sororities and fraternities and stuff and this big brown windowless van drives into the schoolyard and there's all these people around and like three or four guys wearing masks like ski masks and wielding like AKs and like what? like machine guns pour out of the van and start killing everyone on the campus what and they're shooting everyone and they kidnap the one jock dude and they throw him in the van okay. and then a bunch of people are dead and then they get in the van and they drive away and come to find out, like, the, the, the scene is jarring because you're like, what is happening? Right. I read about this movie. What could this possibly have to do with this movie? And a man and I are just watching it with our jaws on the floor like, what the fuck is happening? 
So oh here, come to find out, it's the whole thing's a prank. So this jock dude that is like the leader of the fraternity or whatever, he had to go do something and he didn't want to do it or whatever. And like they, they got him out of it by staging. This whole thing was a prank. They paid a couple people, actors, not actors, but like yeah. college kids to like pretend to be shot. And like, oh, wow. Just so they could get this guy out of what he had to do. You couldn't just say, sorry, I can't make it. <laughs> I don't know what the whole poor purpose of it was. But uh, it's very bizarre. And one of the other reasons that it's so jarring, it's like, it's like, dude, if somebody tried to make a scene like that today, and where, and that's probably what hit me too, is it's like, dude, you know, this is a product of like 1981. Oh, yeah. But I'm, I'm looking at it in 2021 thinking like, that's not funny. That's, you shouldn't joke Mm-mm. about that stuff, you know? But back then it was like, who cares about anything? But now, like, if you try that, you'll probably get shot yourself. If, so. if, I saw, if I saw a movie, not to be some, like, bleeding heart, whatever, but if I saw a movie that did that, I would be offended. Yeah. I would be upset. I was like, yo, dude, I got to worry about my kids going to school every day. It's not mm-hmm. fucking funny. Like, it's just a prank, a joke. No, I, I, I hate the whole people be like, well, it's just a joke, but, like, jokes have to be funny. Yeah, that's not funny. Um but it is. It's from the eighties. It's, yeah. it's fine. I'm I not. I'm not like. I'm not offended or like whatever. Or whatever. It's just. It's. I, I said all that just to say that it's. It's kind of shocking to see shit like yeah. that now because it's like whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> not cool movie, but whatever. <laughs> 1981. Um. So this final exam gets a C minus. Hey. And that's all I have. Cool. So don't. Necess- I mean. Unless you're one of the reasons I watched it is because I'm I'm starting to get I'm starting to get down to the bottom of the barrel with like 80s slashers. Mm-hmm. I know I have a ton more to watch, um, but I want to start like knocking them out and like watching more. So I'm yeah. sure I'll come across more shitty ones. Hopefully, I'll come across some better ones. Uh, do you want to talk about the Conjuring? The Devil Made Me Do It. I guess. <laughs> I guess too. <laughs> uh, all right, let's do it. All right, this is the trailer for The Conjuring. The Devil Made Me Do It. This is the right one this time. Maybe. <laughs> hey. Whoop, whoop. It's the sound of the police. You okay there? I'm fine, thanks. Jesus. I said I was fine. Rude. I think I hurt someone. This is Ed Warren here with Lorraine. All right, let's get started. On well, this made-up story that we really didn't help on, but okay. All right, let's get started. I love Patrick this Wilson. Yeah, the he's, they're both good-looking people. They are. I'd like to be the third. Daddy Wilson. Court accepts the I'll call her mommy, too. Every they go well. Every time a witness swears <laughs> to tell the truth. <laughs> I think it's about time they accept the existence of the devil. Do you? Whatever is going on... Whatever happened that day, that was not Arnie. 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 Oh, Arnie. is total. We think your family I go up was there. cursed. And that connection Wasn't that, um, what's he eating Gilbert Grape? Wasn't that Leonardo DiCaprio's character's name? Arnie? I thought it was Gilbert. No, it's kidding. Was <laughs> Johnny Depp, dumb dumb. <laughs> but I can see things that your people can't. Johnny Depp gets a weird blowjob in that movie. Good for him. It's a very strange movie. Yeah. It won Oscars, didn't it? It did. I think so. I haven't seen it in so long. Mm. I'd rather talk about that movie than this movie. All right, let's go. No. <laughs> uh, this trailer ain't over yet. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> whoop, whoop, whoop. I could tell you thought it was over. <laughs> I'm now. Whoop, whoop. Something terrible happened here. <laughs> Diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> 
thought that scene was so intense that they put it in the trailer yeah, it was yeah. everywhere it was just okay it's like all right all right everyone's all right. gonna know how we feel about this movie before we I get think started the feelings are usually mutual with this one. Oh yeah i've talked to a few people that saw it and they were all kind of like, yeah mm. even pat like who has been bugging me about us recording so <laughs> really? pat i know you're on vacation this week and you're listening to this enjoy <laughs> enjoy us but he, he like yeah, he messaged us he, he said like something. saw it before and he was like do you watch the piece of shit conjuring yet? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, s- spoilers because uh, Sorry, guys. we haven't gotten to an issue of the clouds yet. All right. The conjuring. The devil made me do it. Uh, Let me read you this one yes. line synopsis. Okay. Synopsis. One line. All right. The Warrens investigate a murder that may be linked to a demonic possession. That's literally what it says. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's pretty much it. Yeah. All right. The crew. This is directed by Michael Chaves. Uh, and it was written by David Leslie Johnson. Oh my McGoldrick, gosh, that's four names right there. James Wan. I know James Wan helped write it. I yeah. don't think he had a huge part in it. David Leslie Johnson. I already said that. Um, and it's based on characters by Chad Hayes and Carrie W. Hayes, uh, who you know wrote the original Conjuring. Did you know they they started writing the original Conjuring? These two guys like twenty years before it came out. Really? They first heard the story of Ed and Lorraine yeah. and started very popular formulating the idea for The Conjuring um, over 20 years. It oh, didn't, wow. it didn't, yeah. There was well, like all I mean, this back and forth. I'm glad they waited for the first one. It, it turned out really great. Yes, I think, and I'm so. glad James Wan got his hands on it. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to gush all over James Wan in a few minutes. Okay, like sexually or? Sexually. Oh, no, I'm not going to do it until The Conjuring because no. I don't want to yeah. do it on this movie because, you know, he yeah. didn't have anything to do with this movie. Um, well, he had very little to do with this movie. Anyway, Patrick Wilson as Ed Warren, Daddy Wilson, mm-hmm. Vera Farmiga as mm-hmm. Lorraine Warren. Oh wow, this name. Whew. Uh Ruari? Ruari? Ruari O'Connor. Oh, he's Irish. Sarah Catherine Hook, Julian Hillary Hilliard. I haven't done this in a while, guys. John Noble. Hey, Denethor, son of Denethan. Wait, who? John Noble. Who's John Noble? Baramir and Faramir's father in Lord of the Rings. He's eating the tomato. There's always this meat. Oh, my gosh. He's Denethor, son of Denethan, the steward of Gondor. Are you joking right now? No. He's like like a big part in Return of the King. The only person in Return of the King that is worth anything was Brad Dourif. He no. Was, he was in Return of the King, right? Yeah, he, he was, was in all three, he, pretty much. Yeah, he was that worm nasty tongue. worm. Yeah, I loved that guy. He was mostly, his ba- mostly he had a bigger role in the second one, though. Mostly because it's Brad Dourif, and I adore, bigger role in the I adore one. Yeah. Brad. I might cry when Brad Dourif dies. Well, I hope he doesn't. I okay? hope he doesn't either. I love him. Every time I see him, like, my face lights up. I'm like, oh, I didn't know Brad Dourif was going to be here. And there's, like, <laughs> a Chucky series coming out. I think he's going back to doing yes, the voice. Yes, he's doing so. the voice. I'm super excited for it. And that, oh. I fucking love t- that, Queen of the tits. I mean. Queen of the What? What's her name? Why did you call her Queen of the Tits? Uh, what's Jennifer Tilly? Jennifer Tilly? You seen her boobs? Yeah, I know, but... Queen of the Tits. 
What is that? Is that like? Did she do something? Where no, they're just so beautiful, something? and okay. I just love them. Boo tassels. Yeah. Sorry. She was. She was the. I'd sacrifice myself. Yeah, she's she's very beautiful woman. Yes. Um, <laughs> Shanna Cook, Ronnie Jean <laughs> Blevins, Keith Arthur Bolden, Steve Coulter, Vince Pisani, Ingrid Bisu, Andrea Andrade, Ashley Lacante Campbell. People? They all have names. Sterling Jerns, Paul Wilson, Charlene M. Moya, Davis, Osborne. I feel like you just made half of that up. Okay, I'm done. Oh, we have young Lorraine and young Ed, Megan Ashley Brown and Mitchell Hoog. 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 Anyway, that's enough. Prison guard, duty nurse, cop, police sergeant. We don't need to know some. All right. Your initial thoughts. All right. Hold on. Let me pull up these notes here. That you wrote a month ago. <laughs> yeah. I didn't actually write a lot about this movie because I saw it in theaters with my sister. Because oh. my sister and I have gone Holy and saw. Holy shit. That was forever. <laughs> yeah. My sister and I have gone to the first two Conjuring movies together and the Annabelle one. Um, but obviously we've been back and forth in our relationship, so yes. But we're back right now, and we you're doing well. I've, you know, extended a little branch and said, "Hey, let's go see this movie like old time." So we did, and um, even my sister said they gotta stop making these yeah. after we watched the movie. That's funny because a couple, a, a bunch of reviews that I read said like, "I really this needs to be the last one." Yeah, <laughs> honestly, I'm gonna say as far as the other movies go, I like this more than the Annabelle movies, The Nun, and. Was La Llorona? Yes. Oh, for sure. But it's I definitely better than those. But not better than the, either of the first Conjuring movies. No. So let me say, hmm. I had to sit on with this one for a little bit because at first I watched it and I said, it's not as bad as everyone's saying. But then mm. I'm like thinking about you the movie so. and I was like, <laughs> I don't really like this. I had no. really low standards. I'm not going to lie. I was already like prepared for shit because they got yeah, warned yeah. a couple times uh-huh. and you, you can only do so much. I think there's a lot of good visually here. Like cinematography wise there's some good shots there's some good lighting yeah they obviously are good actors but damn i hated the story yeah it drug out too long there's all this extra stuff and then just like obviously i'm not gonna spoil it till we get to the spoilers but the solution to the movie made me want to gag and like just punch myself in the fucking face i hated the ending i hated the solution i hated i'll get to it as soon as we spoil it i got i'm dude i watched this I'm, i'm even blanking on the end of the movie now but anyways Initial thoughts, please stop making these movies. <laughs> this one... Let's be done. It's really not even... Honestly, I don't want to be mean, but it's just not worth seeing. No. Like, you've seen the others. I mean, if you've seen them all, you might as well just do it. Yeah, I mean... Close it, yeah. it out, okay. but... Uh, I don't know. It wasn't good. No, I agree. All right. Um, yes, as you said, I I'm, I'm, wasn't a fan. Um, they... Yes, I, I definitely agree with it. This needs to be the last one. If you're like if you're like really into the Ed and Lorraine characters and you know, you really, really enjoy them a lot, you might you might be okay with this movie. The fictional characters. If you like the real characters, you're also a questionable person. <laughs> we'll get into that too. <laughs> um but yeah, I could see some people being okay with it, just people that are like you know, people that really, really, really like these movies. Outside of that, if you're like me where I was like, I just really like the first one. I've yeah. seen all of the other ones I like the now. first two. I actually like the second one. And Even that weird singing. But I love Elvis. So I was like. It's, and it's Patrick Wilson singing Elvis. So I was like a giant boner. Like, yeah. Take yeah. me home, daddy. It's not bad. <laughs> um, nothing. None of these movies come anywhere close, in my opinion, to the first one. I agree with that. Absolutely. first one's a masterpiece. And everything else after it has been kind of. You know, it's already like disappointing. Because when you start so high. Yeah. <laughs> and then everything else is downhill. 
Um, so that being said, um, they had at this point completely lost sight of what made the first movie and maybe even the second movie great. Mm-hmm. And that's the fact that the other two movies focus on a particular family. The, mm-hmm. it, you know, the scary shits happening to the family and the, the, the Warrens are trying to help. This movie focuses entirely uh-huh. on Lorraine and Ed Warren. With just like a little sprinkle of... Everything else yeah. is, is, is secondary. And I think that's definitely what made this movie a problem. They are not... Agreed. In my opinion, they are not compelling enough Mm-mm. for it to just be about them. I, I hated it. I absolutely agree. 100%. They're a huge part of the first two movies but like i said like the scary shit's not happening to them it's happening to the family exactly well they're trying to add more to them but and still it's bullshit yeah i wrote like were there even other characters in this movie i seriously i'm having a hard time remembering specifically any other character in the movie except them yeah no that's how the much main focus. they really went balls deep just on them and that's it they like started it, dragged you in with like the this like guy walking down the street with the blood and that storyline, and then it was like thrown out real that fast. That was cool. Oh yeah, they they oh, a little oh, bit in the that. background, I'm, but I'm spoilers. Um, yeah, I I didn't give a shit about any char- any of the characters. I didn't give a shit about the story. Yeah. I didn't give a shit about the murder. I didn't care about anything. Uh, yeah. Because all that was being shoved in my throat was Ed and Lorraine. Ed and Lorraine. Oh, they used to be young and they're so in love. And no, now he's oh, got. Oh, stop! He's got a heart condition. You know, now I hate blah, stuff blah, blah. like you know, ru- romance ruins everything. That shit ain't scary. Mm-mm. It's not scary. It's not compelling. And I listened to a podcast about the real story of like what this is based off of, like that guy and stuff. It's and like they really weren't even that involved no, in they it. They weren't. So. Well, that's a lot of the Ed and Lorraine stuff. Yeah. They're um, fucking trash. Well, Sorry, that gets me so hyped up. We could save that for fun. Well, hold facts. on. What, what, no, you said something else. Like this, this is like that, and the Enfield House is the same thing. Mm-hmm. The Enfield yeah. House. Um, this is basically what happened. Their involvement in it. They heard the story. Yep. The, and Ed, Lo- Ed, Ed, and Lorraine. They was like they flew over there. Yeah, visited for a day, pretty much. Yeah, and they didn't even know the people in the Enfield House didn't even know who they were. Yeah. And they were like, "What do you want?" And they yeah. like they tried to help, and they said, "Oh, this place is definitely possessed or whatever." And they were like, "Okay, bye. Like, please leave." Yeah. Like, Ed was there for it was just Ed though, from what I read. He showed up at the door uninvited, mm-hmm. hung out for a day, and then left. Yeah, and then That's wrote a book their about it. Only involvement and then in they, it. They man, they wrote yeah, a book they wrote about a book it about and it. made money off of a book. And one of the one of the daughters, years and years later, mm-hmm. if I'm understanding this right, I read this a while ago. I think if I'm wrong, wait, she wrote her own book. No, that was one of the Perrin family. That was oh yeah, yeah. yeah. She she wrote a book called um, something House of Light. Yeah, Darkness, something. I remember that. Yeah. Um, but one, if if I'm remembering correctly, you can skewer me if I'm wrong, listener. Um, but I'm pretty sure one of the daughters mm-hmm. in from the actual Enfield house came out like years and years later and said, "Yeah, we were kids. We were poor. Yeah, we wanted money. We yeah. wanted attention. So we made the whole thing up. None of that stuff happened." Yeah, there's like back and forth with that, but that's definitely one of the kids. Did it didn't that, fucking yeah. happen. Nothing happened. Well, I don't really think any of that stuff happened. No, me, neither do so. I. I think, you know, I think it's be all kinds of different things happening there. I think it was a poor family that yeah. thought if we get po- famous enough for making a big, mm-hmm. big enough deal about this, then they'll give us money. And they did. Yeah. They got money off it. But even like there are other cases like, like maybe these people need mental help. Well, that could, that could be part of it. Um, want you to shove a bible in their face yeah and and that's the other thing is like um one of the critiques that i read people you know people throughout the years investigated their claims and talked to Mm -hmm. them um i guess we're talking about ed and lorraine warren now which (laughs) is fine um they investigated their claims and they most people said it's like these are really nice well-intentioned people and it seems from what i read that 
they actually believed what they were doing, mm. which I don't even buy that I don't because know, they were yeah. getting money for exactly. these things. This was their job. There's no way that yeah. you're going to let, you know, but people would investigate and said, they would say like, these people are really nice and they're, they seem well intentioned, but there's just nothing happening here. They're, they're a hoax. They're, yeah, they're, they're like, definitely frauds. I read about somebody that came in and did an investigation and, and, and looked at their museum and stuff. And he mm-hmm. was like, it was, it was cool, but he was like, there were, there were some artifacts that like he wanted to see that were conveniently not there that day and yeah. like some things he wanted to see and experience that just they were they were like oh we can't do that today sorry it's not and he was just like this is just a joke um the whole thing with the annabelle doll mm-hmm. they showed up interviewed these two girls or whatever it happens pretty much like it happens in the conjuring yeah they interviewed her and they're like this doll is possessed and they're like we'll take it and that's like the fucking end of the story yeah yeah <laughs> that's it obviously not the movie they made all that up <laughs> they made all of that shit up anyway yeah i'm no. just I, i'm with you there i think they're con people and i think they take advantage of people and i think they work with people to oh, like yeah. make big stories they, to make money, m- to make yeah. money yeah well uh let the record state they're not doing that anymore well they're both they, dead they haven't like so like they haven't showed up on the other side to say like hey yo you know <laughs> if you guys are real you know into the ghost thingy well, Prove probably, it. Well, they're probably in heaven for for fighting so many demons. Right. Yeah. Um. Anyway. All right. Oh. Oh. I had a, I had more to say about that. Um. The this movie. My initial thoughts. The the first two Conjuring movies also the central they're centralized essentially in one place, which mm-hmm. is the victim's house. Correct. In this one, they're traveling all over the place. Lorraine's pulling out all her powers in the woods. In the yeah. yeah, it feels less like they're authentic demonologists or paranormal investigators, and more like they're fucking Scooby Doo gang, like yes. haunted ghosts. I was like, look, they're junior detectives. Like now. that's what it felt like. It's like, yeah. oh, gang, let's get in the van and travel here and there, and there's clues over here, and we got to talk to this person over there. Yeah. They threw out all the scary, simplistic honesty of like families being terrorized by demons and poltergeists and replaced it with an episode of Celebrity Ghost Hunters. Yeah. It's a stupid ass movie. It's dumb and okay. I did not like it. Fair. And now the more I'm talking about it, the more Maybe. I'm remembering how much I hated it. <laughs> I had forgotten when I read my notes, I was like, eh, eh, eh. Yeah, it, was, oh, it wasn't oh. terrible. Like, no, I'm pretty sure it was awful. Anyway, those are my initial thoughts. Fuck this movie. <laughs> What's to like? All right, we're going to spoil the shit out of this yep. one. Spoilers, ahoy hoy. Oh, boy, boy. I almost forgot that. All right. Could you imagine? Yeah. If I hadn't done that? And this movie that's been out for a while. The outrage. I don't think so. All right, go ahead. All right. <laughs> so, like I said, visually, there's some good stuff here. I think cinematography was pretty decent. Uh, there's slow panning shots, like usual, usual. Shots from inside the house of things outside the house. There was good lighting. Um, there's a shot of the sun setting behind a row of mirrors or windows. I mean, mm-hmm. a row of windows when that guy's in bed or whatever. And it's just like really visually striking in certain parts. I think the beginning of the movie with the shower blood scene and the kids exorcism was the best part of the movie. Obviously they're focusing on that little oh, yeah. haunting or whatever. And I thought that was like, just like the first two, but then that, that was, was amazing. That, in, that was that great. Entire opening thing with the exorcism mm-hmm. with the boy. It and was, then him like hiding in the shower and there's like that yeah, view. The of, blood. Yeah. Uh, that was, was like the best was, part of the movie. It was great. It was thoroughly entertaining. But that is short-lived because oh, yeah. then we get to the Ed and Lorraine romance story, whatever. Fuck. Uh, I love cares? seeing John Noble. Like I said earlier when we were saying his name, he's from Lord of the Rings. He's also in um, The Boys. He's Billy Butcher's dad when he shows up later on. So it's oh, nice oh, to see that him guy. in things. Yeah. What's his name? John what? John Noble. Noble. So he's Denethor, son of Denethan. 
Yeah, that Steward guy. Steward of Gondor. I know that guy. Father of Faramir and Boromir. Anyways. The Boys, season three, coming soon. Yeah. Whoop, whoop. Can't wait. Oh, this guy, the king, yeah. There he is. He was not a king. Uh, just a steward. He was oh, filling in for... Okay, whatever. Yeah. Go on, nerd. All right, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he's not a king. <laughs> I said he's the steward. Sorry, <laughs> anyway, Jesus. Um, so I love seeing him in things, so that was cool, I guess. Um, didn't really add much to the story, though. Uh, yeah, Lorraine was a fashion icon. I'm going to just say <laughs> it. Her outfits were so... Like, they were crazy. They were a bit much, oh but I loved God, them. Lots of ruffles, chunky belts. If you look at pictures of the actual they're Lorraine... Like, no, she was, like, spot yeah. on. They definitely, like pulled out that outfit they, they, they could have like, they could have done away with that mm-hmm. i think Ugh. no because then it wouldn't have, been, wouldn't have been lorraine warren Authentic. that was like her look uh, she looks so fucking stupid and there was some uh <laughs> homages to things like when the priest steps out of the cab in the foggy backdrop obviously that was a shout out to oh the yes very much and uh, then the exorcist you mean exorcist <laughs> what yeah whatever you know what i mean right yes and then later on when ed is dragging the sledgehammer and he's got his blue jacket on he's attempting to like murder lorraine that was giving me such the shining like vibes yeah i could see that Yeah. like instead of an axe he's got the sledgehammer so i was like oh that's cool two cool little things but like i said that's pretty much it um for me what to like yeah (laughs) i eh? Uh, no i i don't have very much either like i said visually i think this movie is great when it's focused on cool stuff like when they're in the the morgue or whatever, I th- like thought the dead fat guy was cool looking, but yeah. then it also didn't do anything. Yeah, right. and then also it was just like, let's make this more about the Warrens, even though yeah, I don't know. So that's what I liked, but that's it. There's not much. Yeah, um, the opening exorcism scene was amazing. The best. One of the coolest, most creative things that they did was there's a couple of parts where the little boy is like. trying to grab the wall and when he grabs the wall those giant claw marks Mm -hmm. happen i thought that was so so cool and so freaky i was like yes this movie's gonna be awesome Uh, everybody's wrong this movie's gonna be good and it just wasn't yeah and like him i really wish him like contorting you see it in the trailer where his head is like under his like crotch basically yeah he's like contorting on the table what the fuck is happening (laughs) yo if anything like that ever happened to my kid (laughs) bye little demon yeah i would I would die. I would. You probably I'd would. I'd be so horrified. I mean, they would probably too. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I would be so horrified. That'd be so terrible. Ugh. See, that's why I don't have kids. I'm not, I don't have to worry about kid possession. <laughs> that's right. You don't. <laughs> um, okay. The court. I really like this line that's said in the trailer. The court acknowledges the existence of God every time they swear a witness in. It's time they acknowledge the existence of the devil. Cool ass line. Loved it. Yeah. But it sets you up for disappointment, which I'll get into in what's not to like. Um, what else? All right. Oh, 1981's actual case where Arnie Cheyenne Johnson stabbed and killed Alan Bono, uh-huh. claiming that he was possessed by a demon when he committed the murder, was the first time in the American court system where a defendant claimed demonic possession. Mm-hmm. Still got five years. Yeah. In well, real life. I mean, he should. He didn't do any time in this movie, right? He got five years in this movie. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh. They like say it at the end or whatever. But oh, as a fact. But in the movie, they kind of they kind of um, hint that like he got out right away. Yeah, I don't know. But he didn't. He still did five years, which... But it's still, he still murdered somebody. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think... I, yeah, I don't understand. Um, when Arnie gets possessed during one of the last scenes in his hospital bed and all the lights in the glass room blow out. Yeah. And like he's like... He was like levitating, levitating right? And yeah. he's like... And then everything goes... And like that whole thing looked so fucking cool. It did. I'm telling you, visuals... It gave me chills. Wonderful. And I was like, this is amazing. But the movie like... 
wanted to forego all that cool stuff, which they could have filled this movie with stuff yeah, like this. And, and just, just made it about and just made it about yeah. how in love the Warrens. Who fucking cares? Oh, you That's know I so hate that. Disappointing, man. This movie could have been really good. They have the talent. They had the money. Yeah. They had obviously the the, uh, the beloved characters that we've you know grown to love over the last ten mm-hmm. years or whatever, and they just fucking shit this movie out yeah. i don't get it it's so frustrating that's all i have okay <laughs> well what's not to like let's see here like i said the solution pretty much to this movie was that love conquers all that was pretty much their storyline like she was like when he was like dragging the thing and like possessed and like was about to kill her and she's like think of like our first time we went on a date blah blah, blah, blah oh that's blah, right because ed gets possessed yeah and he's like going he's like dragging the sledgehammer around yeah. like and he's like about to kill her and she's pretty much like remember remember and then it's like he thinks about their first date because they showed it to us like four fucking right. times yeah, <laughs> and then it's like oh love conquers all i fucking hate that <laughs> solution to any movie okay that's why you said you wanted to throw up like vomit noises <laughs> like ew it really is dumb i don't mind it certain certain movies that do that i, I don't mind romance but then uh, like, like it, it was like the whole main point though but it was the like, whole fucking movie yeah so i hated that so so much yeah it was annoying um and then like they didn't they filled in like none of the the times where they could have scary things happening but they gave you like a couple cheap jump scares like yep. you could have done something here could have done a lot of things uh, in a lot of places there was just too much going on with them that I was like you said. I wasn't interested because I don't care. Like we know about them already. This yeah. isn't shouldn't it be about them. It should be about them helping people like they always do or whatever. What? Like I don't understand why they forewent that formula. Yo, your formula has been working. It worked for the first two movies. Do it again. Well, who did the first two movies? Uh, James Wan. Exactly. There you go. Well, yeah, I know that, but I why don't didn't know. he just direct this one? <laughs> I, I, that was a great question. So pretty much that's it for me. I just hate everything they do. I hate. It's just. It just really felt like it was like they're about them and nothing else. And like we aren't getting enough of a possession here. Like it sucked. What was being conjured at this point? <laughs> yeah. What exactly are you conjuring now? I get it. Like there, it does focus around like that witch lady put in those things because they actually somebody they did find one of those things under that person's house or whatever. Oh, really? So but the Warren's probably fucking it still put it doesn't there. make sense to me why they were doing that anyways honestly i don't know that's so yeah it. that's it um so i'll read it again uh this is it is a cool line and i loved it um but the court acknowledges the existence of god blah blah blah. it's about time they acknowledge the existence of the devil like it's a cool ass line but with this line and several other hints in the beginning mm-hmm. they set you up for like a courtroom battle movie which would have been very cool it would have been much better than this um, if they had to convince a bunch of lawyers and jurors that demonic possession yeah. was real, that would have been a much better movie. And, yeah, and they, I mean, because you even they have the exorcism Emily Rose. We, it's not yeah, the first well, time we yeah, have. That's what I was going to yeah. say. Um, uh, and like, it, it's not, it's it's done in the exorcism of Emily Rose, like you said, and probably elsewhere, but it still would have rather seen it go in that direction than, you know, yeah. the Warren's um, Scooby-Doo gang, whatever. <laughs> Uh, and at least we could have seen, it would have been cool. It could have been like a, like flashback type of movie where it showed like a bunch of Ed and Lorraine's like past cases. We they could have done so many cool things with that premise and instead they're just being, and they're not even focusing on one thing either. Like she's got to solve that missing girls like body thing. Like Like, and one, let's be real. That shit was corny too. Like, 
She couldn't do that. No. There's no way. Yeah. Oh, I find lost things. No, 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 maybe, <laughs> but not a whole ass person. Like, stop. And yeah, then you can of, like revision everything that happens. Get the fuck out of that's here. That's not, is that even a part of being a clairvoyant? No. That's more like a psychic, right? Or yeah, are they the same? I don't know. Clairvoyance, like, what she is. So. Clairvoyance can talk to the dead and like they can talk to dead people and spirits and demons and shit. That. Well, apparently com- now she finds missing people yeah, too. That, that's one of the, the things that I think I, I wrote somewhere is on top of them being like Scooby-Doo gang, child detective, celebrity, yeah. ghost hunters thing. Dun, dun. They're also fucking superheroes now. Yeah. They're, it's unrealistic. <laughs> like, it's oh, so when do you join up with the X-Men? Like, yeah, come on. Whatever power she needs to have, she has it in this movie. Seriously. I'm surprised she wasn't moving things with her mind. They fucking Mary Suter. Mary Suter? Mary Sue. When you make like the female character like... Actually, I hate this saying. A lot of men say this. When you make the female character like she could do everything and she's like all powerful. and Why do you call Mary Sue then? I don't know. I've never heard That's that like saying. an old saying. I've never heard it. They're like, I remember people used to say that about Ray. It's quite beautiful, actually. Star Wars. <laughs> what does it mean? <laughs> so. Go on. They Mary Sue her. Sorry, I was quoting Anchorman again. <laughs> Proceed. No, no. <laughs> um, oh, the penguin. Um, yeah, so I got really excited because that would have been a cool idea. Like, like it worked really well in the exorcism mm-hmm. of Emily Rose. Yeah. Um, where they, they, they went back to the story that happened and then people go back to the courtroom and they, like they, that would have been so much better. And they set it up like that. And then they, they just throw it out the window. I don't know. Um, after about the hour point, I'm sure I wrote this down while I was watching it after about the hour point, right around where they find the girl's body in the query. Oh yes. It slows. It comes to a screeching halt yeah. and nothing happens for like an hour. Like that's just like he they they go through the whole like Ed's heart problem and he keeps forgetting his oh, medicine. Oh, that's so annoying. Ugh, they c- and the, oh, she had one at the end. Oh yes. Oh, love conquers all. Kill me. It's so irritating, and it's like, it's it's such it's the absolute easiest way to put Ed's life in peril. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, he forgot it, his it, medicine. It's, yeah, he has a heart. He has a heart attack, and now he has to take heart medicine, and then he keeps forgetting it. Like, <laughs> what a serious? rascal that is! Fucking kidding me. <laughs> that rascal. Terrible writing. Um, that drunk dude that gets murdered, Bruno, the landlord or whatever, mm-hmm. was fucking hella annoying. Dude, I seriously, oh I actually wrote, and it didn't say like. Yeah, I'm glad he died. <laughs> I, w- I was so happy when he died. I was like, yeah, stab him. Stab him again. Yes. Kill him. He's got to go. <laughs> he was. He fucking sucked, man, yeah. with the music. And he kept touching everybody. And yeah, like, rude. Like, pulling him down. Like, I hated that guy so much. And I was happy when he died. And, like, if he was that way in real life. Which I honestly doubt, but. Well, he could have. I mean, what if he was that way and Arnie killed him just because he got super pissed yeah, at him? Yeah, and then he said the... And then he was like, he oh, just, I was possessed. Now he just got but away really, with But really, like, this guy really was like that. And yeah. he finally went too far and Arnie got pissed and killed him. Something like that probably happened in real life. They probably yeah. actually killed him and then but was like... But now he got only five years oh, for it. I was possessed because my whole my little brother went through that whole thing. Yeah, the devil made me Because that happened. It. Because that really happened. They did. They yeah. ex, They did an whether or not he was actually possessed or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's up for interpretation. Um, but they did an exorcism in real life on his brother. Yeah. And then a while later, his brother killed the landlord. Yeah. And I think that he did it. Yeah. I think that his girlfriend, the sister, was or no, he's he's the brother-in-law. Yeah. The so, sister is yeah. Uh, what I'm getting confused. Anyway, I could totally see it just being one of those things where it's like, oh, uh, I was possessed. Yeah. Da, da. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He but was possessed. Now he was totally I'm, possessed. Now I'm fine. Yeah. Well, it must have just been a temporary possession. 
And then they put that Fucking thing under stupid. the house. Yeah, and the then they plant the thing yeah. under the house. and Yeah, for there sure. There you go. Boom. Anyway, I was so glad he got stabbed 22 times. I wish it would have been 23 times. <laughs> um, I know it's part of the movie and it's even the whole point of the movie. But even in 1981, I think it would have been smarter to go temporary insanity or some type of mental health disorder. Like, I, I, it, The only it, problem is most people go with mind. that and they never get away with oh, really? using a temporary insanity. Well, I guess in 1981, they were kind of... In 1981, actually, I didn't even think about this. It probably is... It probably did was the better strategy because people were still very religious in 1980. Mm-hmm. It's probably why he only got five years. Um, yeah, I had that backwards. Um, I thought. Oh, I, we already kind of mentioned this. Lorraine finding the girl's body at the quarry is stupid. Yeah, we already talked about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so the priest dude, the uh, the painfully predictable priest. Who you knew something was up the second you saw him. The guy that spent all that time with the cult and like yeah. learned about him and had all the artifacts. Oh, you, yeah. John Noble. He's raising... A, and this is kind of the Warrens, too. It's like, you guys are raising children around all of this stuff, really? Yeah. Fucking morons. Of yeah. course she became evil. Yeah, of the course second she they became went, like they a went to sorceress. his place and like down to his thing, I was like, oh. Uh, for sure. He's, he, yeah. he knows what's Immediately. Up. This movie's such so poorly written, like... Uh, yeah you knew something was up with that guy mm-hmm. <coughs> i didn't like that he got killed though he's probably my favorite character in the movie even though he's so predictable um yeah you're raising your daughter while you're studying an extremely evil and terrible satanic cult in a house filled with evil scary relics surrogate father of the year that's what i wrote <laughs> um yeah that was so yeah so painfully predictable Ugh. um and then at the end, I've I think I've I've mentioned shit like this at the end of other movies. Uh, what was that witch movie we did? The newer one with the witch, and they were in that like coastal town. What the the reckoning? No, the the revenant. No. The wretched. The wretched. Yes. Yes. Um, I I I, I have a really like. It, it that the end of that movie was ridiculous and but i did it at the end of this movie and i'm kind of doing it at the end of this movie where like what do we have at the end we have a dead priest yeah we have the dead witch none of which any either anyone can prove that they did had anything to do with any of this they can't trace it back mm-hmm. um there's there's no way to prove it ed and lorraine are still alive yeah and they're like outside just like people are dead yeah things have happened the cops and show then up. at the very end it's just like and we're going away now like ah, the movie's over we yeah. won it's like whoa, whoa, whoa no ed and lorraine would have to answer for a lot of oh, shit oh yes yes what and, and, and that was like weird <laughs> to me because when the cops pull up to that person's house and like they're like ed and lorraine are like, like sitting like yeah. outside near it the cops don't even come over to them at first they like storm the yeah. house and like, it's like what you just came out of a house where there's unexplained dead bodies you're involved in all of this shit. You're not lawyers. Yeah. You don't have any real jurisdiction or right to be around any of this stuff. Uh, you probably they do not. There's probably t- tons of yeah, uh, like any of that of like obstruction of justice and meddling in like you know felonies and like affairs mm-hmm. of a court. You're not allowed to do any of that shit. Yeah, you're not above the law. Nobody paid them. Nobody hired them. The government didn't come in and say, like, the local government or whatever said, yeah, it's okay if you investigate this case. Because mm-hmm. they go poking around everything. This is a fucking murder trial. 
you, th- this is so poorly written. The more I think about it, the worse it is. Like, they wouldn't have been allowed to do any of no, that shit. No, absolutely not. And none of the evidence that they brought would have been admissible. So fucking stupid. Yeah. They weren't lawyers. I, I know. <laughs> they were nobodies. Anyway, fuck this movie. Right Hate on. it. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. What would you rate it? Uh, F. Maybe D minus for. Uh, yeah, give it a D. For Daddy Wilson. <laughs> D still, for his D. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I, I still like the characters. I still like them. I still like Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga in this movie. They do a great job acting yeah. wise. And everybody's performance is fine. And technically, like you said, the movie's fine. It's just the writing's terrible and the writing's terrible. And the writing's terrible. Yes. Fuck this movie. I'd say the writing's pretty terrible. Ugh, I hate it. They focused on just. Uh, uh, it's like they intentionally ruined the franchise. Anyway. That's all I have. Do you got anything else? Um, no, not really. But okay, <laughs> you don't sound so sure. Mm, no, you're good. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> all right, we're gonna take a break. We're gonna drop some links, and then we're gonna talk about we here at Forsaken the good Cinema. Movie, the want first to conjuring. thank you for listening. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. So we would love to hear from you. Drop us a line. Send us a suggestion. Let us know how we're doing. You can reach us on Facebook and Instagram at Forsaken Cinema, on Twitter at Cinema Forsaken, through email, ForsakenCinemaPodcast at gmail.com. As always, you can listen to episodes of Forsaken Cinema wherever you find your podcast. While you're there, please like, subscribe, rate, and review. And if you enjoy the podcast, please consider leaving us a five-star review and sharing with your friends. Thanks again for listening. Now back to the episode. All right. This, <laughs> I don't know if we called that or not. This is the trailer for The Conjuring. opened on its own. Give us a sign that you want to communicate with us. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Why do you feel like that's funny? <laughs> I think a lot of people will laugh. I would have laughed at that. See, even the kids are laughing. Yeah. <laughs> what are you guys? Well, we've been called ghost hunters, paranormal researchers. But we prefer to be known simply as Ed and Lorraine Warren. Lame. That's because you have no credentials other than what you've given yourself. someone here that would like to talk to you. This is a short trailer. Hey. There's something horrible happening. Lily Taylor. I love Lily Taylor. Oh no. That's going to be an expensive repair. What? The window. Oh. Has been experiencing supernatural occurrences. You picking up anything in here? Scared me. You put your arms out. I know. My it? arms wide open. <laughs> that is Whatever terrifying. Can <laughs> you imagine that's what the ghost sings? <laughs> each time. Now it's singing Creed. <laughs> Recite the verse louder. <laughs> the one that I'm most worried about because it is so hateful. But like, what if the ghost sang Creed instead? One, oh one. I've never seen nothing like this. What if? What if? Is that a song? I can't remember. I haven't heard. I haven't even heard Creed in so long. That was like from the same album. I didn't listen to their albums. I heard them on the radio. I hated Creed. My dad liked Creed. That's the problem. And my sister. It's terrible. 
Creed fans. One thing I didn't take from him. I said, no way. Well, that's good. Yeah. And the music stops. You see him in the mirror standing behind you. Fucking freaky. Mm-hmm. Oh. get you. Meatball, meatball. Scram, buddy. Why did... Did she say, look what you made me do at the end, too? Yeah. Huh. I don't even remember that from the movie. Can you... Okay. Go bother. Go bother Aunt Amanda. She's here. She's. You haven't seen her in a long time. <laughs> yeah. Go check on her. Go check on her. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, the Conjuring. Oh. Yeah. I have synopsis. a job to do. Synopsis. Yeah. You do. It's also only one line. Here we go. Good. Paranormal investigators Ed and Lorraine Warren work to help a family terrorized by a dark presence in their farmhouse. Dark presence. <laughs> <laughs> um okay this is directed by the insanely talented and wonderful one of the best horror directors in history james wan he is one of the best he's oh my god <laughs> i'm not sorry for I it i see that one coming uh chad and it was written by chad hayes and carrie w hayes which i mentioned earlier uh this took them a long time to get off the ground uh the cast again we have vera Farmiga and Daddy Wilson, Patrick <laughs> Wilson. We have Lily Taylor, the wonderful. I love Lily Taylor. Have you ever seen Ransom, the Mel Gibson movie? No. Oh man, that movie's so great. I've only seen Lethal Weapon. Oh. <laughs> one through four. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, she plays one of the she plays one of the bad guys that like kidnaps this like millionaires. Oh, bad kid. girl. Yeah, it's a it's a great movie. Ron Livingston, uh, Shanley Caswell. Haley McFarlane, Joey King, Mackenzie Foy, Kyla Deaver, Shannon Cook. Love these names. John Brotherton, Sterling, Jen. Oh, see, this screwed me up. Jaren's. Marion. Oh, see, there's one. Marion Goyao. Yeah, yeah. Morgana Bridgers, Amy Tipton. Oh, God. Kaimora Kennedy. <laughs> okay, we're at student. We're, we're done. We're done. I don't need to All say All right, anything. so you got to tell me. Wait, one of them is suicide made? Desi Doma. Oh, okay. Um, anyway, initial thoughts. I will yes, go first. please tell us. First, I would like to swoon over James Wan for a minute. The guy is a fucking genius. N- n- very few people know how to scare like James Wan does. Because this movie, The Conjuring, is, it's scary. Yeah. Every time I watch well it, it's, it's scary. And he just knows, like, he just knows what to do. Um, he's, he's done so many great movies... He like he scares you with this movie. He he uh, he grosses you out with like the saw. Mm-hmm. Like he does both. Like yeah. he does atmospheric like like old school like scary horror movie. And he also does like like more modern crazy disgusting shit with um, the Saw franchise. Yeah. And he's he's wonderful writer. All those all the twists in those movies. And then we get to see like he's uh, incredibly imaginative with movies like Dead Silence and Insidious. Like yeah. the dude can do anything, and he even does like superhero stuff too. So. And yeah, he did Aqu- he's Aquaman. Like, he's like all over. Like, he has he's talented. he's doing a slasher next, which yeah. I, he hasn't done a slasher yet. Um, he's doing there's a movie coming out called Malignant that's supposed to be like a throwback giallo Ooh. like 80s style oh. 70s style yes yeah, slasher movie that would be wonderful and i think it's a camp movie i'm not sure um but i cannot wait to see what he does with that genre or subgenre whatever yeah. you call it the guy is he knows horror like he knows horror more than most directors do and he definitely ha- in my mind he has a spot with john carpenter and wes craven there's james okay. wan yeah. 
you know, he's right up there, in my opinion, with Romero and everyone else. The guy is fucking awesome. He's given us so many movies, and I just, he's such a great director. And that's, okay. that's what I had to say about James Wan. Yeah, he knows no, how to do great, it all. Yeah. And like I said, I, I just, I can't wait to see what he does with Slasher, because he hasn't done that yet. Yeah. So, anyways, my thoughts on this movie are... Uh, this movie's amazing. It's possibly my favorite demon possession movie. In fact, I think it is my favorite demon possession movie. It is creepy from start to finish. You feel dread in the opening, like the very beginning of this movie with the Annabelle stuff. And even though the real story of that is stupid, mm-hmm. um, in, in the movie, it's actually really, really creepy. I mean, if you take the movie and you put I yourself agree. in the movie within yeah. the context of the movie, it's oh, very, hell no. I'm out. very fucking scary with the crayon all over and like, yeah. Uh, yeah. very scary. Um, you get very attached to this poor family mm-hmm. um, because everyone's acting their asses off in this movie. Oh, they are, yeah. And uh, you feel so bad for them, for this tight-knit little happy family that's just trying to like make it in 1971. They got a new house. And everybody's, like I said, everybody's acting is great. It's, it's so sympathetic. And you become, mm-hmm. like I said, you become so attached to this family and it makes it all the scarier that like this family is completely innocent and these horrible things are happening to them. And it's well acted and it's genuinely scary. And it's like, ugh, you're just there with them. And you're just like, oh, this is so fucking scary. Yeah. Um, and like I said about James Wan, I think that this movie deserves a spot with old school royalty. Because it's very old school feeling movie. Like this is how they used to make horror movies, you know. And I believe that this has a place with The Exorcist. I think it has a place with The Omen. Okay. And movies like that, uh, I think it deserves a spot with them because it's just as scary and it's just as masterfully done as these movies we've been worshipping for years and years and years. It's right up there with Amityville Horror. I know the content's kind of the same, but it, it, it does everything that those movies, it does the same thing and it does it just as well. And I think it, it belongs on lists with, with you know okay. these other juggernaut movies that yeah. you know are immortalized. I think this movie belongs there and I think... I think give it another 10, 20 years, it will be. People will be like, oh, there's The Conjuring and there's The Exorcist. and It'll be on those lists. And I th- it probably already is. Yeah. But uh, this movie's a fucking genius masterpiece, scary-ass horror movie, and I love it. Bam. Wow. Boom. All right. Well, <laughs> I can't disagree with you. I think there's like a period in time where there's like a million haunting possession movies and this definitely stands out oh, yeah. above it. Didn't this like kind of kick those off? Yeah, I feel off? like it did. Because like, this is 20... 20- 13 and then like after like there were so many there was yes there was so many for a while a million and like a lot of them weren't good or whatever Most, this one definitely yeah. stood out above them uh it's gripping tense the acting is great obviously it is like gripping. you said the opening with the annabelle stuff is creepy and wonderful and they were able to still even do like an r-rated movie without sex gore or even really cursing like yes well i have a little well i'll talk about that in the f- frightening facts which we're going to do in a minute okay yeah, so I love this movie. Like you said, it's it should be up there. It's just it's just as good. Every time I watch it, never disappointed. Right, it's amazing. Even though you you know you've seen it a million times, but you know what's going to happen. It's, it's still, still gripping. It's still scary. As I said, gripping and tense. Gripping, tense, yeah, scary as hell. Acting's great. I think I love the, the score conjuring. too. The score as well, because the soundtrack has lots oh, of seventy it's songs. Yes, Fashion is great. great. Everything in this movie is great. This Agreed. is a Conjuring movie that you should see. Yeah. All right. Okay, cool. 
Uh, before we get into spoilers and you know what's not to like, we are moving up the moving on frightening up. facts to now. But so. this might have spoilers in it, so just be aware. Oh, okay. Spoilers, ahoy, hoy. Oh, boy, boy. Frightening facts. Fricka, 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 I know you guys missed that. So, uh, I'll list a couple, and you can list a couple, and I'll Don't list Don't tell me what to do. Um, so, The Conjuring was a huge success. It was made for $20 million, and it grossed over $319 million, one of the highest grossing horror movies uh, of all time. Um, and one of the biggest returns on a horror movie, too. Of course, the highest grossing. What's the highest grossing? Do you know? Nope. Highest grossing horror movie of all time. Come on, you know it. It came out recently. Not recently, but a couple years ago. I I can't think of a single movie in my head right now. It. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. My brain's like I can't think of I can't even think of a single movie. <laughs> like <laughs> Andre Muschietti's It. Well, John One or it, two. Uh Stephen King's It. No, the first one. Second Good, one. Second one was Boogers. Uh, uh no movie has made me quite as angry as It Chapter 2. Um anyway, uh, oh, we're talking about the PG-13 R-rated. Uh, Juan and the studio and everybody wanted this movie to be PG-13, so they intentionally made it a PG-13 mm-hmm. movie. Um, but when the censors or whoever does the whatever ratings, they got a hold of it, and they, there was nothing that James Wan could have done, nothing that he could have taken out or t- toned down yeah. to make this PG-13 because Absolutely they came back and yeah. said, this movie is just too scary. You cannot show yeah. this to kids. It's too, and that's awesome. Like, Agreed. I mean, it was probably frustrating to them because it would have gotten more of an audience, would have made even more money if, if they had gotten the PG-13 rating. Mm-hmm. But it's just so crazy. It's a testament to how scary this movie is because they couldn't do that because at the at all the people were like, whoever, who does this? Who does the censoring? Oh, or I, making yeah. the ratings? I don't, I don't even know. know. Uh, they were like, no, it's it's too scary. There is no way that you are going to get pretty scary. anything other than a an R rating because it's just too inherently scary. And I don't know, that made me happy. And if I had directed this, if I had directed a movie that they would, that, and that was the reason why it was R, it's like, you made the movies too scary. So yeah, there's nothing gross in it or whatever. It's just too fucking scary. <laughs> I would be so proud of my movie. I bet James Wan was. Um, the movie's original title was The Warren Files, mm. which was stupid and I'm glad they changed yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, we'll roll my eyes at this shit. Strange occurrences were reported around making the film. You know, just like every other goddamn possession movie says. And and there's never any. Let's put it on the cursed film series. So annoying. Those stories are so lame. And this one's even more lame. So this is according to one of the producers. And I didn't even read anything where she had actually said this happened. Sounds pretty fucking made up to me. But, um, okay, this is a little excerpt from something that producer Peter Safran says mm-hmm. uh he's talking about vera formiga when they sent her the script we sent her the script back in december and she's in new york james wan is in la so she read it immediately we got the call from her reps who said she loved it and wanted to get on the phone with james or skype the next day she went to sleep she came back in the morning to get on her computer to skype him and there were three deep scratches on her computer screen wah, wah, no there wasn't Stop. completely inexplicable like do you have a cat they, yeah, they weren't there the night before when she read the screenplay on the computer, but they were there in the morning. Of course. And there was just no way to explain what it was, but stuff like that has happened constantly. No, it hasn't. Shut up. It's stupid. I, I, I get so irritated at that shit. Like, dude, just, it's a movie. It's a movie. But it makes it spooky. And they say shit like this when they're marketing it, when they're going around to make people want to see it more. How does not, how do people not see right through that? 
I'm such a skeptic with this stuff. Yeah. I, if somebody told said that to me, like, I don't know. That's dumb. All right, you go. Oh, where am I going? I don't know. Frightening facts. Do you have any? Oh, my gosh. I was just reading some other stuff. <laughs> yes. Um, not really. I'm just reading these. But yes. Okay. So I guess they're mine. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're fun. Lily Taylor researched uh-huh. the exorcist to prepare, prepare for her role. So, no, she read a book, watched a movie. How do you prepare? I don't know. I know that um, there was uh, one other thing that I read that I left off of here. That she kept, um, she, she's a great actress. Yeah. And uh, she does a really, really great job in oh, this movie. Incredible. Especially with being like scary and mm-hmm. like when she's fully possessed. All that shit, she does perfectly. Mm-hmm. But she was so into the role and being possessed and shit that she constantly threw her voice out. Oh, and I And so they had that. to do a lot of post-production shit. Just because you, like, yeah. you know she has that certain voice. Yeah. So you hear her. Yeah. yeah. So she was constantly throughout all of the shootings of those scenes. They had to stop. She had to wait. They had to you know do stuff in post because she basically, by the end of this film, had no voice left. Good for her. Good for she's her. into it. She's she's doing it. Uh, and James Wan <laughs> wanted to take the feeling of the original The Haunting from 19, 1963 and apply it to The Conjuring, which I think is wonderful because The Haunting is like based off of The Haunting of Hill House written by Shirley Jackson. Okay. So you get some of those vibes and I think he does a great job with that. Indeed. As a person who's read that book and obviously seen The Haunting from 1963. Indeed. Incredible. Indeed. Incredible. Incredible. There's a lot of fun facts here. All right. Read some. Uh, uh, I can't. You put me on the spot. You read one. Okay, I'm not even on that. I I wrote mine down. Oh, sure. <laughs> this, this part of the show is tanking hard right now. Okay, well, Lorraine Warren has a cameo. The real Lorraine Warren. Yes, she did. She was uh, one of the students in the room, right? She was the elder woman in the front row of the classroom yes. when Caroline is listening to the Warrens' presentation at around 44 minutes. Probably wearing something fucking stupid. You mean wonderful? She was matching L- L- Lorraine like on. Which she was? No. Oh, that would have been hilarious. <laughs> if they were wearing the same exact thing. <laughs> I would have lost it. I'm sorry, man. The, the wardrobe, her wardrobe. It was is, wonderful. Uh, it, it was part of her personality. Vera, Let from, her live. Vera Farmiga is so attractive, and she's such a beautiful woman. But seeing her in these fucking getups, it just takes I me out. I don't know. I like the way some of her like no. goofy pants fit in the I new one. I hated it. I was like, oh, that's cute, but she looked so absolutely ridiculous. All right. Well, that's it for <laughs> me, then. Um. Okay. I guess we can be done. Film broke box office records. We already mentioned that. Won some awards. Oh, does everybody knows that the real Annabelle doll is Raggedy Ann, right? Correct. And uh, James Wan, I'm, I read this. I don't know why I didn't write all this stuff down. I'm just <laughs> remembering it. James Wan, um, one, I think that he, he you know, if he would have used an actual Raggedy Ann doll, you know, and tried to pitch the movie with a Raggedy Ann doll, people would have probably been like, yeah, yeah like, get lost. Get out of here. Like, no, that's stupid. But James Wan also didn't go the Raggedy Ann doll route because he was like, what am I going to do? I'm going to call up the makers of Raggedy Ann yeah. and ask them if I can use their iconic right. symbol of like childhood happiness as like a conduit for an evil demon entity. Like I, don't, I think they'd say no. He was like, I didn't even want to ask them that. So yeah. he's like, I just made my own. Um, so yeah, that's fun. Definitely. Anything else? Um, no. That's enough. That's plenty. Yeah. Sure. I'm sure there's other facts about that movie that nobody cares about. Exactly. Anyway. We're not here for facts. Yeah, we're not. Okay, moving on from <laughs> Freaky Favorites. What's to like? That was, um, that was Freaky f- Facts. 
Well, I mean, I'm sorry. Frightening facts. I don't even know. I haven't done this podcast in like four Freaky years. Freaky favorites, frightening kids. Four years. <laughs> four weeks. Um, it's been 84 years. Yeah, um, tell me what you like. So the whole opening Annabelle stuff, I think we mentioned, was was super crazy and mm-hmm. super creepy. How did they fuck up Annabelle the movie so much? Oh, man. You had it, such an it. easy thing to do. Creepy doll. It's been done a thousand times. Uh, what where how did they fail so miserably with I, that it's like all of the side that movie is the side ugh. character movies are bad they're terrible and he's supposed to be doing like the crooked man yes and that i liked that character i thought he looked so neat what are they doing another a movie with him yeah and fun they're supposed to be doing like a movie or a short like about him oh but i don't want them to ruin that that was like the only thing i like thought was fun about two yeah i really liked that one um i always liked the uh and and this is i think it was done intentionally because it was a thing in the 70s um but i liked the star wars-esque intro with the yellow font going up and uh that was very 70s throwback and i think that's great um and i loved in general how authentic this way i said we're going to talk about this now how authentically 70s this movie feels very it feels like it was shot not just the soundtrack it's like the fashion the furniture there's so many movies, as I mentioned before, that try to do errors, and it just seems like it becomes an afterthought. As I mentioned earlier, yeah. when we were talking about 1994, uh, Fear Street. Um, but this movie does it correctly. Yeah. It saturates the entire every set, every piece of wardrobe, every piece of technology, everything. James Wan spent painstaking uh, attention to yeah, detail. Yeah, you can tell. Like it's. I mean, everything is so authentically 70s. The only thing that wasn't 70s, going back to the frightening facts, is um, one of the trucks that they use, one of the moving trucks in the beginning when they're moving in, Okay, is one of the only things that wasn't authentic to 1971. That truck didn't exist, apparently, in 1971. It didn't exist until 1973. Oh, no. But that was, like, one of the few things in this movie that... I mean, I'm I'm sure there's others here and there. But, like, everything feels so 70s. I mean, it it feels like... If you watch this... And Amityville Horror, like if they remastered Amityville Horror, they would feel exactly the same. Oh, I agree. It definitely does have, it's spot on. He does it with that. The way the house is decorated, the haircuts, like Yeah, the fashion, everything. the pants, the music. Yeah. The, yeah, the cars, except for the, like, the one you said, but who would even notice that? And yeah, and a lot of, uh, and it adds, in my opinion, it makes it scarier mm-hmm. because if, if you're a 90s kid, like, like we are, yeah. Um. I'm a much older '90s kid, apparently, according to you. I'm according much, to much, much, much older. Our birth certificates. <laughs> yeah. I thought I was setting you up for an old joke, and you didn't take it. Well, I don't want to break your hip. <laughs> break my hip. Okay. <laughs> so we were kids in the '90s, and I remember my grandparents and stuff. I remember a lot of stuff from the '70s still lingering, and I remember being like, even up to like a teenager, like going to my grandparents' house. And being creeped out by like some of the stuff there, mm-hmm. because you know it, it's creepy. It's old, and like some of the some of the fashions and the decorating they did was very claustrophobic. Mm-hmm. I remember my great grandmother. Uh, we would go to her house, and I hated her house because it was it was old, like this wallpaper everywhere that just yeah. made you feel like you were suffocating. And then on the walls, she would have she had all these like pictures of like Native Americans. Okay, for some reason, and they were all like paintings oh and they had piercing features and like piercing eyes 
And that was a 70s thing where everybody was all into like... Oh, that's weird. Native, you remember all the Native American art and yeah. like Native American didn't, statues? Yeah, didn't have any of that though. My family had those weird 80s like masks no, that they put on the wall. Those freaked me out. Oh, I don't remember that. They were like dramatic, like painted masks. Oh, yeah, masks yeah. That's, but that's the kind of stuff that I'm talking about. Yeah. And I know that stuff wasn't in the movie, but like... But it could have been. You would have... Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't have even noticed. You'd be like, oh, yeah, I remember that right? from the 70s. Even though we weren't alive in the 70s, we, we saw stuff like that yeah. and it creeped us out back then. And I think watching this movie now, having experienced some of the stuff mm -hmm. from like the 70s and 60s and early 80s, we see that. And like I know me and I see houses like this and wallpaper and stuff. It triggers a little like thing in the back of my head to like be on guard. Like this shit's yeah. creepy. Like you remember this? You remember when you were five and you had to go to that house and it was really fucking weird because all the old shit <laughs> So like I think the the authenticity the the seventies authenticity adds to the scares. Plus, there's no cell phones; they're isolated out in yeah, the woods. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, it just so it's not just to look cool and to be like, no, this is the seventies. It's also, in my opinion, adding to what makes it scary. Um, but 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 um, so I I did it again. I just wrote down a whole bunch of scenes that I no, liked. so did I. <laughs> I yeah. Um. If I ever wake up to find my daughter in her sleep banging her head on That's something. That's what I wrote. I was like, yeah, just sleepwalking kids. Max head on wall. Not for, like, very scary at all. Okay. I would be horrified. I would go to the doctor the next day. And like, the parents were just like, no, it's a, we'll Oh, just... yeah, she's just sleepwalking again. I was like, that's fucking scary. I'm out. I did appreciate how quickly they acted, though. They're yeah. not a lot of, they, they knew something was wrong right away. They weren't like stupid, yeah. like, typical, like, ignorant white people that are like, no, nah, it's cool. Like, who cares? Who's they, there? Yeah, <laughs> like they weren't like that. They did something immediately and they recognized something was happening. They were like real people. Yeah. You know, and they went and they they tried to get help. Um, so I appreciated that. They weren't they weren't annoying about it. Yeah. Because I've seen other movies where it's like, dude, something's going on. Get out of the house. Right. Do something. No, I agree. Um the first demon clap from the closet when the mother yes. and youngest daughter were playing will never not be scary. Dude. Not I the one in the basement. The one where the door, where the where the mom and the daughter are playing, yeah. and she has. I just watched it before I came over here. I watched the scene again because I was like, "Oh my god!" She has a blindfold on. She goes into the room, and it's just her in the room. Yeah. Her daughter's not there, and she says, "Okay, last clap," and the the doors open uh -huh. up, and those hands come, come out, out of the wardrobe and go. Yep. Holy Dude, fuck! I read that's that. It's like burned into my brain. It's so goddamn scary. I get goosebumps I just have, talking yeah. about it. It's Same. so scary. Oh man! One of the scariest things ever, and and it it's almost just as scary, but it's it, it's not as scary as that. But the other scene with the clapping is also the iconic scene. Yeah, where she's where it's, like it's, black it's actually on the like the, the, the yeah. Blu-ray cover where she lights the match. And yeah, then, then, then well, I remember seeing. I remember seeing the previews for this movie and the, the trailers and that was on it. Mm -hmm. And I saw it the first time and I I was like, I was just scared by that. Yeah. Like I thought about it that night. I didn't even watch the movie yet. Like I had just laid awake in bed. I remember thinking like how scared. And that was just that one little part with the hands coming out. This movie is so goddamn scary. Yeah, I remember just like having my arms like above my like face in the movie theater. <laughs> like I know something's happening. Like scared. Are like you gonna tell the story in. about how, about how you first saw this movie in the theaters with a very very drunk Michael? No, I don't even remember that. I remember. I remember him being there. He's not good with scary movies, so usually oh, yeah. I just bring my sister. No, this is back when this came out. This is 2013. Um, we hung out the next day after you guys uh -huh, saw that, yeah. And we were in here and we were talking about it. And Mike was like, 
Chuck, it's so scary. <laughs> and he's like, he's we should like, have him on for this just to say it was <laughs> really scary. Yeah. Well, he he told me that he got he was like I had to be so drunk. He was like the only reason it didn't bother me more than it did is because he was like trashed when yeah. he was watching we've done it. that a lot with michael with yeah where he, has to, get, he just has to be to get, but sometimes when he drinks like and watches a scary movie he talks too much so you gotta like be right, careful right. so <laughs> oh sideshow mike uh he's the um, best yeah man this it's so many fucking scary things about this i remember the first time i watched this i like for the next three nights like I curled my legs up like mm-hmm. when I slept because yeah. like I was so scared that something was going to yank my leg. That shit scared yeah. me so much. I Yeah, I think about that sometimes. And yeah. her freaking out when she's like, there's someone standing over there. And oh, then, the, the kids acted their oh, asses They were so up. great. They were so like, like awesome casting, awesome performances. Yeah, they made it. She really was scared and like you're like oh my yeah, god yeah you feel it and then when the, when uh dad uh when ron the dad comes in ron livingston mm-hmm. and he closes the door he's like what's happened what's happened and she's like she was like it spoke to me when she said that i'm like oh my god it spoke to her and it's like it told me that it wants to kill my whole family yeah. fuck it's so it's so scary man this movie whoo you can watch this movie back to back eight times. It'll be yeah. it'll be just as scary each time you watch but it. But you probably don't want to do that. No. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, this is one of the one of the most stressful scenes as a dad I have ever seen. Ron Livingston coming home to his wife locked in a basement. Uh-huh. His five thousand female children screaming <laughs> and panicking everywhere. Yeah. Holy fuck! Can you imagine their periods probably all synced up? He's probably <laughs> going crazy. I would have jumped out of the nearest window if I were him. I would have yeah. been like, I would have been like, everybody fucking shut up now! I don't care what's happening. Stop it! Yeah. <laughs> They're all screaming. I mean, could you imagine coming home to that? No. Oh, I couldn't. Oh, like like finishing my job now and coming home to the I would lose my mind. That would be the most stressful, awful thing that ever happened. Anyway, <laughs> um, and of course, uh, I mean we could pour over every scene and every aspect of this movie, but um, one of the best endings, like Bravo Chef's Kiss ending, they James Wan is such a patient director. Uh huh. Like he, the way he sets up scares is great. And this entire movie does that where he like, he knows how to accurately do like how to, he knows how to do jump scares in a non-irritating way. Yes. Like first he makes you creeped out and then he makes you genuinely scared and then he hits you with a jump scare. Like that's how you do it. Like you don't just have things, he doesn't just have things popping out. Like it's this slow build in every single scare in this. It's this slow build into this like wham and uh, the whole movie kind of takes that on too. And you get that nice wub wub noise like right before too. You never notice that? Uh-uh. Like right before a jump scare, it's like that build up of like the wub wub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then okay, like I just, wasn't paying oof, attention. It adds to the effect. But it's not just a dumb, it is a jump scare, but it's so much yeah, more yeah. than that. And he's like, he's done such a good job. And he does that basically with this whole movie. He builds and builds and builds and builds. And then the ending is that shit yeah. crazy. What's crazy is this is movie is the exact same length as The Conjuring Three, but this doesn't feel right. Like there's something going on the whole time. Like you feel Dude. like you're captivated. You want to watch, but that movie, it's Sucks. like yeah. they don't do any of this. No, no, the movie's terrible. 
but why are we even still talking about that and i'm just saying How same exact you? time um yeah that's crazy because i all i wanted was that the, the devil made me do it to be was to be over yeah and with like, this you're like fucking it's long. perfect you um, can't tell but the ending is so you kind of feel like okay are we ever, are we ever gonna actually see the demon like what's he gonna do and then when the sheet rips off her face and you just see the side of her face Bruh. and it's all fucked up and all the blood coming out of her mouth and then they're chasing her all over yeah. the bottom of the house dude when he stops and he pokes his head through the thing and he goes Bathsheba and like yeah. everything fucking stops and the demon like the demon completely takes over her face and she looks at him uh huh oh god yeah. So, but so even just scary. the part where there's that demon on top of the wardrobe like you see it like the one time where the little girl oh yeah yeah, like, yeah 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 so yes yeah oh my god it's so fucking scary so you do see something yeah. before that i forgot before, about that. before like she becomes yeah. like possessed in the chair thingy but still it's that was like, just the demon though yeah right? that wasn't the mom that wasn't the mom yeah. that was just a demon Ooh, oh they give it to you yeah <laughs> <laughs> they really st- they stick it in there and break it off with this movie hey <laughs> but dude that ending i like Mm-hmm. One of crazy, one of the most well-paced movies I've ever seen. Like it's like I said, James Wan is just so patient, and he's just—it's this crescendo into this, like the fucking chair levitating and yeah. spinning upside down and crashing on the. It's so insane. Oh, I she love that. Bites scene. that yeah. cop's face. Uh-huh. It's craziness. Um, and all of it's just, it's scarier and scarier. Every scene is scarier than the next. And uh, this movie is fantastic. I love it. I love it. I love it. Agreed. All right, your turn. <laughs> well, I like? can't. Obviously, yeah. I don't have much more to add to that, but I will mention some things here. Okay. So, um, I love the whole music box thingy. Uh, it's so, so fucking creepy. <laughs> I so want scary. one. One The like way it looks alone is really neat. And then, like, just the scene where you, like, have to look into it. And you know there's going to be some scary shit, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. right there. Yeah. I love it. That freaks me out so much. And you're looking at it and your butthole's puckering. Yeah, and you're, you're like, like, oh, what's going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> and so there's that. Uh, the demon on top of the wardrobe, like I said, that was so fucking terrifying. Yes, that ah! was. Uh, and then there's that scene where um, Patrick Wilson is, like, outside. And there's, like, the, you see part of the body hanging behind his shoulder. Mm. Like, just the legs. Like, holy shit. Wait, say that again. I'm sorry. I'm trying to look for the Conjuring music box prop for you. Oh. Oh, thanks. <laughs> um, the scene where uh, Patrick Wilson's outside or whatever, and there's like that body hanging from the tree behind his shoulder. Oh, God, that was scary. Like, it's just like a, like his shoulder and face and just yeah. like legs and, they see feet, the legs. and you're like, what? Ah! So and they the do Lorraine's, like little Lorraine things. sees it, right? Doesn't yeah. she see and it? She, like, I don't think she says anything. Yeah, she just sees yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and then they also have like the camera retro vision sometimes with the show it filming from the camera's point of view because they have the, all those cameras all over. And yeah. I like think that's neat and looks great. And then it like goes back and forth. So that's pretty cool. So scary. And that one scene that I really, really love is when she's like doing the laundry and she's hanging up the oh, sheets. Oh, yes. And then it like comes down and then like mm-hmm. you think the wind takes it, but it like is in the it's shape, shape of, of a, a body. Person. Oh, that was oh, so scary. Oh my gosh, that was so dope. That was one of my favorite scenes from this whole movie. Yes, that was very cool. And obviously the ending is great. It's done well all around. From beginning to end of this movie, you're getting something enjoyable and fun and terrifying. And try not to pick your pants. Yeah. Speaking, you said something about camera angles. Um, I forgot to mention that this movie also does a lot of weird kind yeah. of like unsettling camera movements. It's stylish. Yeah. Like, like the scene where she's the the girl is right before the scene we were talking about earlier where she's looking under the bed uh-huh. the thing like pulls her leg she's looking under and you see her looking under 
And then I was so nervous. And then they did that weird thing with the camera where it like turned the whole thing like turned yeah. around upside down as she's like coming to look to the other side of the room. I thought that was very cool. Yeah, they do and a they, lot of cool stuff. They do that a bunch where they like take the camera and they flip mm-hmm. it and they slowly like twist it and um pop it. Move <laughs> pop it. <laughs> twist Pull it. it. Lick it. No, what? 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 <laughs> Wait a second. Wait, that's not how that goes. What kind of toy is this? <laughs> um, but yeah, there's a lot of very cool camera work on top of everything else. All the other creative shit in this movie and all the other attentions to details. The camera work is also unique. Like, this movie has everything. Yeah, um, agreed. Yeah, I think that was it. Do I have anything else? Okay, anything you don't like? Yeah, we get to what's not to like. I think that's all I have. All right. What's not to like? Go on. Oh, right. I go first. Um, I didn't like that the dog died. Bruh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it was the first thing I that said. That was so sad. And I was very offended that they didn't even like, they just left it there pretty much. They left the dog outside most of the time. And then when it dies, like, oh. The dog would not go into the house. Because the dog don't fuck around with no ghosts. There's no demons. But like, also, they're not going to investigate how it dies. Yeah. I, uh, that made me so mad. Well, I think that was just kind of like. The shit was already happening at that point. Birds were running to the house. Hey, but the dog is part of your family. I know. And they were very upset. I don't know. I think... Yeah, I think they should, maybe should have dwelled on that a little no, bit more. No, I understand. There's a lot going on for like for the movies already filled with other stuff. But like, yeah. you know, the dog, lover, mom, and me. Yeah. I was like, excuse me. Uh, we need to take a minute. Sadie the dog <laughs> just died. Deserves more than this. Obviously, why it's going to be my favorite <laughs> character. Leave me alone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Shit, we got I, ag- oh, okay, I agree with you on that. All right. Um, I would never, ever. I mean, it's 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 a big part of the movie. I would never let my kids play a blindfolded hide and seek, hide and seek game in a giant old, mostly wooden house that we just moved into and nobody knows. I understand. Splinters, but it's nails, seventies. The they don't have games or Dude, you're phones just, you're or computers. Begging for somebody to get hurt, like seriously hurt. They don't even. have any other fun games. Um, my grandparents. This is an obscure story. My grandparents used to go to this church, and the priest, the, the preacher, whatever they were Methodists, I don't know what they have, pastor or whatever. He was blind Whoa. as a child because they would run around and play tag and shit. Stop in the dark in their basement, no. and he ran into a nail with his eye. Oh my! And went blind. Who runs around in the dark without putting their hands that's out what first? They, though that's what they did back then. But though. who doesn't put their hands you out always, first? You always hear about your parents though talking about how dangerous everything was, Damn, and like they what? just didn't give a shit. <laughs> just one eye, right? Though. You got he had the other eye. Well, the other eye eventually. I don't know why, but it, that that eye went out too. He's totally blind. Oh, dude. He used to play the trumpet. I the hated trumpet. that church. That's what I'm talking about, though. That Methodist church that we went to when I was like 10 years old yeah. was scary as fuck. Like, I hated That'll it. That'll do it. The wallpaper, all of the... The blind guy. The blind, weird-looking pastor <laughs> playing the trumpet. That's <laughs> oh, terrifying. <laughs> that guy's cool. traumatizing. There's a blind guy playing the trumpet. Um, so, yeah, I would never let my kids do that. Um, Fair. This is... I thought that this might be a mistake in the movie. They find that hidden basement compartment, whatever, that, that they weren't aware of when they bought it. Mm-hmm. There's that whole part in the basement. With the, it's all boarded up. And yep. they, they go down there. And he's down there like the next day. He's like, oh, I got to get the furnace working. And he's mm-hmm. in that area. He's in that room. Wouldn't you have looked at the furnace like when you were buying the house? Like, wouldn't you have to know where the furnace was? Maybe not when you're buying the house, though, because I, I didn't know where the, I didn't look at the furnace when we moved in. When we bought the house or looked at the house. No, this is back in the 70s. Though. That's fair. I don't, I don't know. I, don't, I just like... Well, wouldn't you have known where that was? 
now you're just if you hadn't found if you hadn't found that room you would have no idea where the furnace was ever. exactly so you would have had to go <laughs> down there and look anyway i think that was a mistake yeah. or, or, or i could be mistaken they could have been talking about two different rooms but anyway um the only the only plot wise problem that i have with this movie that didn't really make that much sense and maybe you can enlighten me maybe i missed something the last 10 times that i've seen this movie the whole demon attacking the warren's daughter didn't seem to be playing by the rules that the movie had set up hmm. like the demon was a part of the house and then it attached itself to the to the family to the parent family mm-hmm. i don't even know if i'm saying that name right how could it how could it go to the warren's house i thought it was how a did, different was it, was it attaching itself to lorraine was that the thing it's because they said something like that yeah. it's like it's already attaching itself to you because now it's in our house yeah, I uh, I think maybe I thought, that's the only I thought it was more than one demon. <coughs> no, there there was one that she was worried about in particular because it was exceptionally hateful or whatever she says Bathsheba. in the trailer. Bathsheba. Bathsheba, yeah. Yeah. But maybe so, I don't was, know. so maybe it was another demon? I don't know. I that know didn't that make like sense. the case there were supposed to be multiple demons like for real for real. Oh, okay. And that one latched onto the daughter. So I don't know. Maybe it could be a different one. Maybe it's just she's a demon. But she wasn't there. The daughter wasn't there. So yeah. maybe the demon latched on to Lorraine yeah. and then went... Probably. Yeah, I thought that was dumb. I didn't think they needed to do or that. Or I thought... I really just didn't think they needed to do that at all. I was like, they just made the movie a little longer. Who cares? Yeah, that's it, fair. It, it bore nothing with it. Because I'm, I'm really invested and focused on the parent family. And it's like, wait, I don't care about your daughter. You don't even seem to care about your daughter. You're never there. <laughs> I always thought, no, I guess it has to be the demon from there. I don't know why I always thought it was like the Annabelle demon really was the one because she took it out of the case or something. I don't know. But she wasn't messing with it. I don't know. Anyway, who cares? Yeah. That's all I have for okay. what's not to like. Um, I have some little things. In regards to the Annabelle opening, the girls get out of bed because of the loud banging and they both have perfect fucking hair. <laughs> I know you were just oh, laying you're down. You're telling me I was what's nitpicking. Up? <laughs> like rude. <laughs> rude. Because... My hair doesn't look like that when I wake up. My hair looks crazy when I wake up. <laughs> My wife just laughed in the other room. Um, and then also, look, I know it might be warm, but who doesn't sleep with the covers covering their legs? You know that's how the demons get you. Stop. Don't I do that all dummy. the time. Yeah, I do now because I'm brave as hell. Come get me. <laughs> I'm brave as hell. <laughs> What, demon? <laughs> Hang my butt over. Eat that. <laughs> yeah, eat my ass, demon. <laughs> and then like the um, other thing was, there's that scene where all the pictures just smashed, crashed off oh, the wall, hella loud, and not a single kid woke up. I thought they did. No. Oh. They slept through it in the beginning. Also, that that scene, like that jump scare, that's probably the only like true blue jump mm-hmm. scare. Was it like it's kind of creepy and then bam yeah. scared the shit out of me. I was like, holy shit. I Every time I see it, I forget about that part. I'm like, no one woke up from that though. That's true. I think yeah, you're probably right. Whack. Whack. Anyways, but that was it. I don't think there's like much to no fantastic movie a plus yeah. usa a plus usa <laughs> uh okay so we got two more segments and then we can wrap this shit up hey. uh so we got creepy questions first i don't i still don't have a thing i made one and i hated it so one of these days we'll have a little segment creepy 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 yeah no i'm, I'm giving up no don't creepy no. questions <laughs> no i want to do one i'm gonna do it but you're not good at this i know i'm not no please do one okay um do you believe any of these stories at all any of the i mean we've kind of already talked about no i believe maybe something's wrong with your house maybe you should get your um seat whatever Uh, that thing is it's not a fire detector it's like a 
You know. What are you talking about? You know, the it's like a, <laughs> a scentless, colorless. Oh, the carbon yeah, uh, monoxide? Yeah, maybe you should get that checked because that could fuck with your head. It can. Um, also, a lot of their cases have to do with mental illness. Like the, I was reading about the Lecontric 3, that kid David, like three of his siblings weren't in the movies and they said that he was just like had a mental illness that needed to be treated. Really? And that they think the Warrens are all frauds. Oh wow. Yeah. So I don't huh. I don't believe in See, honestly, stuff any like of that. It's stuff like that. I read tons of tons of other shit. Like I didn't read that. That just goes along with everything that I read where people were like anybody that did any investigating any just preliminary investigating into Ed and Lorraine. Yeah, and I don't We're like, these yeah. people are full of shit. I don't want to say like the Peron, Peron, whatever, Peron. family are like also made things up and are fraudulent, but they were like also poor and, mm-hmm. you know, we're stuck in the house and we're having, I think, money issues too. So I'm just thinking a lot of the stuff is like. Oh, yeah, they're having money issues in the movie. Yeah, I think a lot of the stuff is like convenient wah, for wah. people. So honestly, I don't believe it. No. No. I, yeah. yeah sorry if if anyone listening believes all of that i don't know shit. my mom's probably gonna beat me with a shoe but there's, just, real. there's so much overwhelming evidence that they were full of shit yeah so whatever it's entertaining it's interesting um and it makes for really really scary movies it but, does but it, it's not fucking real i'm sorry that's my opinion no i agree um and no shade like if you actually believe in this stuff that's totally fine too um yeah Cool. Just I've always been a skeptic with that shit and just always kind of assumed that none of it was real. All right. Uh, do you have any questions? I do not. All right. That was the only one I really had. Cool. Um, all right. Let's do uh, it. Freaky favorites? Yeah. Remix. We got to stop reacting to that, by no, the way, I because can't. I take it out. I take it out and I fix it whenever we whenever i edit oh and so we're always on it listening to it and it's just normal nothing happens and then we go Ooh. and we go oh what was that oh <laughs> all right I'm gonna do that uh time. freaky favorites Kier favorite kill there really isn't any and i'm not saying the dog i'm not doing There's it not, no. so none uh i said all the birds flying into the house yeah fuck them <laughs> birds yeah, fuck you, birds. Yeah. Learn how to not fly into houses when there's a demon. So freaking what rude. Is or the... aliens, too. They do it oh, for aliens. Oh, that's true. Dark skies or whatever. Dark skies. We were supposed to do that. I think we still are going to well, do that Well, just eventually. let me know what the schedule is. I know. I, I like that it. movie. Um, well, we're going to have different opinions about it then. Mm. I was not a fan. That's fair. Anyways, fair. birds, though. Birds. Why do birds always appear whenever you're near? Why do birds suddenly appear? I was started to ask, like, what's with, you know, demon possession movies and birds flying into windows and then you said the the it happens in alien alien abduction movies too it's probably just uh i didn't even look into it it's probably just a weird phenomenon to happen that's kind of unsettling and scary so yeah you gotta talk up to something um all right favorite character um sadie the beautiful dog who ain't fucking around with some ghosties (laughs) right beautiful dog they should have listened to that dog yeah they should have not gone to the house like the dog did stay out uh, my favorite character is Roger Perron, p- portrayed by Ron Livingston. That's not the dog. I, he was so... One of the reasons that this movie, to me, is so scary when I watch it is because I'm a father and I'm immediately... Yeah. All of his stuff, everything that he does, where where he's like trying to help, but he feels helpless because there's yeah. nothing... He, it, yeah. I would be... I would just be him. And like to watch your family... Because nothing really happens to him. No. 
But to watch your wife go through that and your daughters get terrorized, shit, I'm just with him the whole time because I'm like, oh so my god. So nothing really happens to him. So how do we know it's just not their like period and they're all going crazy? <laughs> they've all synced up <laughs> and now they're all not nuts. Um, they oh oh yours, yours was a dog. Duh. My wife is distracting me. And, uh, no physical contact. Um, your favorite quote I have right here. You got it. You got it. I do. It? I got it. Stop farting. <laughs> well, this you is your favorite quote, of course. Don't blame that on me. It's you. <laughs> so stupid. Farting. Oh, there was a line about farting. <laughs> All the other crazy shit that Grow happened. up. What's yours? <laughs> Stop. Do you remember what you said to me on our wedding night? Can we do it again? <laughs> 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 That's why it was so funny you when I said it. The farts, but you have a sex joke? Yeah, sex oh, joke. okay. It's all this intense. There's all these intense quotes and lines in this know, movie. And, and we're like, like not, no. <laughs> farts and sex. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we do it on this show. <laughs> do it. I think that's it. Yeah, You we got anything that. else you want to go over? I don't. No, that's uh, so we recommend The Conjuring. If you haven't seen The Conjuring, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, fuck, man. If you haven't seen every single one of James Wan's movies, what the fuck are you doing? Go watch all of them. Start with Dead Silence. Oh, that's such a good like, one. Ramp them yeah. Up. I haven't seen Dead Silence in a minute. I, and I remember when Amanda and I watched it for the first time, we put it on and I was in my head. I was like, it's going to be fucking No, it's good. Creepy doll movie. Really? People are still doing that. And then we watch it. It works, and it's, though. It's so good. Is that the one with Mary Shaw? I don't know. It has remember. like a poem? Yes. Yeah, actually, we got a creepy doll on clearance from the Halloween store. A creepy baby doll with like blacked out <laughs> face or whatever. And like we like extra like dirtied her up. And then we printed out that note in like a childish like font. And uh-huh. we put it on my mom's porch. <laughs> and then we rang the doorbell. And my brother and sister and I held be- like hide- we hid behind a bush. And she like opened the door and looked down. And she was like, Tommy. That's my stepdad's name. Tommy. <laughs> uh, I oh, love it. You are such a terror. Uh, and, but of course we couldn't like stay hidden because we couldn't stop laughing right of course <laughs> um but yeah james wan is a wonderful human being and he really I is i cannot wan. wait to see what he does next we do not recommend the conjuring three three the devil, the devil. Made me. we didn't talk about how fucking dumb that name devil is too. made me poo it <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's a dumb name because they were going to just call it Conjuring 3 or something. And then they added that because that's like actually what the guy said and Arnie said like during Still, the it's trial. Dumb. And it's like, it's a, it's a corny ass name. Agreed. The devil made me do it. What do you suppose the porn parody would be called? The devil made me blue the, it. <laughs> the devil made me blue it? The devil made me fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda, you want to weigh in on this? No. no? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think the devil made me blow it wins. Yeah. That's all I, like, I got. I like it. I'm going to look it up later and see would, if I find anything. It would be Lorraine. Like, she'd be wearing the Lorraine costume and shit. And like it's try, not a costume. It's a way of life. Trying to do a seance with a, with a demon. I don't know where hey. I'm going. <laughs> anyway, that's all we have. Thank you for listening. Yay. We're back. Uh, we are going to be releasing um, episodes every other week. Yep. And I'll, I'll say more about that at the beginning. So, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, you can find us on social medias um, at Forsaken Cinema on Instagram it's been and a while, Facebook. I understand. We're on Twitter too, Cinema Forsaken. Uh, and you can email us at Forsaken Cinema Podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. And you totally should. You should drop us a line, let us know what you think of the show, suggest movies, say something nice. Say something nice. And wherever you're listening, we're available everywhere, every podcast platform you can think of. Wherever you're listening, please rate, review, subscribe, share, follow, 
all that good shit. Thanks yeah. again for listening, and we will talk to you guys in two weeks. Bye! Bye.